0: On one indescribable podcast, they'll recap CXG. On one indescribable podcast, they'll share their points of view. And in this one, Bex goes back to work, but she's not happy there. So she decides to go work at up, so stand, meanwhile, Nathaniel's inside, handsome baby mode, blessed just chins on the abs now, onto your favorite podcast. When we bring our love, our heart takes. Yes, that is right. We are here. We are back talking about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend season four, episode three. Uh, We made it to the first uh, uh, third episode. Oh my god, it's been a long day here. We made it to the third episode for the first time. Does that work? I think that works for a recovery. There, that's exactly how I meant to get us into this podcast uh we're in the third episode of the fourth season here of craziest go from the hit cw show uh i'm adam age taking us through it and i am not alone i'm here with some of my very best friends who would never narc on me would you narc ruffalo todd uh uh uh,
1: go sun devils
0: (laughs) oh went, went to one of those uh one of those state schools uh, that Rebecca hates <laughs> so much. Um, yeah, so I feel like Sun Devils is an interesting choice of mascot. Thoughts on thoughts on like Sun Devils as a mascot. I feel like it's not uh, like what's a Sun Devil?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's a very, very specific mascot. You know, it's it's not just like your your generic bears or lions. It's like mm-hmm. your devils. It's like it's a sun devil. And I'm not sure. I'm not really familiar with the sun devil as an actual being in legend or folklore so i'm not sure Uh,
0: yeah i mean it's certainly something we could delve into here probably not going to take a lot of time to talk about it on this podcast but i will say i do respect kind of odd college mascots i was a hoosier uh and literally no one knows what a hoosier is because there is actually no uh definition and no one knows where the word actually came from there's a lot of mystery. Uh, around that but that's okay uh also with a uh, Sarah Jessica Narker we have Lindy
2: oh hey Adam wait you're on a podcast double wait you're on my podcast
0: I am of of course Lindy yeah hello hello uh, how are you?
2: I'm great. Happy to
0: be here. <laughs> uh, this is super exciting. Like we said last week, it's not just the three of us here today to talk about this show. Here for uh his I believe third appearance on the podcast. Didn't Some quite get right. all four, but I think third appearance here on the podcast. We have uh Narcamel Tom! Tom, how are you?
3: I'm good, Adam. Uh I'm here to possibly defend actually being a lawyer but probably just kind of agreeing that it's terrible <laughs> uh you're here to
0: maybe defend being a lawyer and yet i ha- i have it on good authority uh that authority I- is you just you know just uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> full disclosure i have it on full i have a very good authority that you were here because of a very particular reason uh mm-hmm. this episode there's something this episode that stood out to you and made you say this is the one early in season four i want to be on the podcast for uh tom would you like to share with the
3: people what that reason is well as i have uh shared previously on the podcast i am a lawyer uh so again nothing i say on this podcast should be taken as legal advice uh <laughs> uh and the song don't be a lawyer uh, maybe hit hits a pretty close to home certain certain days Mm -hmm. Uh, many
0: days a lot of days all the days uh (laughs) hits pretty close to home and yet you are indeed a lawyer
1: uh Mm -hmm. though not a
0: uh real estate lawyer like uh like rebecca and and her firm is i don't believe i don't think you do a lot of real estate stuff do you uh not not particularly no okay Yeah. yeah Uh, so maybe you're in the clear. Maybe it's just specifically real
3: estate lawyers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because divorce is a much is a much more. Fun topic. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> uh, I think this, the the song very clearly lists a few other types of law that a uh, that that they also think are not really great. So I don't know. It if it's does specifically real estate.
0: Well, it didn't. It didn't specifically call out Tom's profession specifically. True. True well it didn't call out tom's (laughs) hyper specific profession uh okay so tom you're here because of that uh we're in season four though we're in the final season of this show things are wrapping up one way or another here they're going to be finished at the end of this season uh i have a very important question for you uh right at the start of uh the episode here uh, for uh, you know something we talk about uh, to our guests here. Lindy's giving me a look here, but it's something we've asked a lot of our guests.
2: Well, I, I, you said at the start of the episode. Well, if the episode's starting, don't I take it away?
0: Well, the episode of the podcast, I was saying, like not the episode of the show. You, do okay. you want to take it away right now, though, and then we can get to it later? I don't know what you're going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, you know what? Just, you feel... I felt a lot of confidence from you in you, like, you know, saying something and wanting to take it away. And I could just feel like you really want to take it away. And so uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. Lindy, take it away.
2: You know what? I'm just like on my own path here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just doing whatever I want. And coincidentally, yeah, that's the title of this episode. I'm on my own path um and i hope this is what adam was gonna ask (laughs) um we i want to ask tom what he thinks of this season's theme song um last episode is the first time we heard it um and yeah we do want to ask our guests what they think of this season's song and you can rank all the seasons if you want now because this is the final season
3: yeah so one thing I enjoy about this theme song is that it has like a different line at the end of each episode. So you can never, even if you're someone who would skip a theme song, you really can't skip this one. Cause you, when you, you'd miss that line, and it would be different. Uh, I think, it, I, I think it might be my favorite just because of the funny line at the end. Um, the first one's probably the better just song in general. Um, but I like the funny line. So it's it's either one or one or four is my favorite. So you're at like four, one, two, three. That's your order here. I think so.
0: Wow. Uh, I don't know that we're going to encounter many people who put this as their
1: favorite of the four theme songs. And uh, and the since I know like the episode where we talked about this hasn't dropped yet, Tom. You don't know that. I think all of us were relatively low on this, not, not super low necessarily, but I think your your take that the the ending tag is your favorite part, I think is a, a little bit contrary to at least my opinion uh, of, of oh, this all. But it's like, they're so random and weird. Yeah, they are random and weird, but I <laughs> they're random and weird in a way that doesn't really amuse me that much. I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like just, just doing something random and weird. I, I love random and weird stuff. Uh, but there's there's an art to doing random and weird in a way that amuses me i guess and for the most part these don't oh.
2: i think they're hit or miss so sometimes it's like oh that's really funny but to be honest I'll the one from that. this episode was i live in this park that didn't really do much for me it didn't work for lindy tom did that work for
3: you yeah it didn't this one didn't like was kind of more of a miss so i i do agree they're hit or miss but there's some there's some pretty funny ones and i just the idea of them throwing out just random nonsense at the at the at these in these lines is, amuses me yeah i mean uh i I'm, I'm you know i'm not gonna agree with tom here that
0: i think it's the best or even the second best but it continues to grow on me the song does continue to grow
2: i agree it is a good song um and As we said last time, we will continue to bring up the ending line in each episode and kind of track how much we like those. Um, So now we'll get into the episode itself. Uh, So this starts off with uh, Rebecca and Paula. Um, Rebecca was meeting with the Bar Association. Um, She's going to learn like sometime next week if she can still practice law after, you know, she went to jail and everything. Paula isn't worried at all. She's like, the criminal charges were dropped. You're going to be fine. And she basically begs Rebecca to come back to Mountaintop. Um, she says the name and then says that name is such a barf. I love that phrase. Such a barf.
0: Yeah. Can we get uh can we get the lawyer's take here on the name of the law firm being Mountaintop? I had posited last week that basically every single law firm ever was named after the last names of partners of the law firm and not of. Tops of mountains <laughs> thoughts on mountaintop being the name.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think you're closer to being right than wrong there, Adam. I, I know I work for an law office named after my boss's name. Uh, every single opposing council I have mm-hmm. is named after theirs. I've never, it would be very weird if they weren't. So Yeah mountain Tom is a weird name for a law firm
0: now I, I hate to like contradict myself here you're walking into court you pick up your file or whatever i know how court works uh you pick up your <laughs> file. You yeah, no your, preparation just walking in- <laughs> you sit down you the opposing lawyer gets up and is like i represent spark plug uh, you know, like if you if you like look on your law papers and you're like, oh my god, we're going against Mountaintop. Oh, like we're sc- we're screwed now.
3: I think like, I think if it was named Mountaintop, I think I would be expecting to go up against Jeff Mountaintop.
1: That's what i like <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, Jeff Jeff Elias Mountaintop the Third Esquire. You know. <laughs> okay, that would still be pretty cool though. Wait, is uh
0: oh my god, is Bert's last name secretly Mountaintop?
1: It wouldn't surprise me. Nothing about Bert is gonna surprise me at this point, I think. I'm pretty sure we've heard his last name and it's not Mountaintop, but uh if it was like uh like his secret name that he's assigned himself a uh possibly and maybe the reason he loses his powers he talked about later is because he revealed his last his secret last name of mountain to the people and that's why he doesn't have his powers oh that's a good call uh
0: my final note here is that I think mountaintop is a much cooler last name than both white feather and plimpton so
3: yeah fair.
2: <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna argue with that um so yeah uh Paula is telling Rebecca like birds. You know, in his own world, like Tim's still an idiot, Daryl's on paternity leave, and Jim has totally disappeared, and Nathaniel is stomping around the office like a sad, handsome baby mm-hmm. continuing Paula's trend of of thinking that Rebecca's love interests are hot.
3: <laughs> well, they are like that's just subjective. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't say they aren't. (laughs) Like, Adam is, like, Nathaniel's biggest hater, and I don't think he would argue with Handsome.
0: Oh, Nathaniel's high AF. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's never been what I'm here to dispute. That's what we should
2: talk about the whole time. Like, let's not talk about any physical attractiveness. Actions. Let's just talk about how
0: attractive he
3: is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, Linda, you have given me my argument for Nathaniel getting my truly happy point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't so trying
2: hot. to. I figured you'd already made the arguments yourself. You've got them typed out. You're ready. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. I'm right. <laughs> um but on a serious note, uh yeah, Nathaniel's not taking sort of the rejection. I so I've watched the series all the way through. I did not rewatch the episodes before this before rewatching this one. So I know and I listened to the some four episode when I don't remember if there's Big developments last episode, but all I know is Nathaniel's like, "Hey Rebecca, we both clearly are super into each other, so why why aren't we together?" And she's like, "I can't do that." And he's like, raising up a stink about it. Is that?
1: But basically, yeah, Yeah. like he was ready to like to whisk her off to Hawaii whenever she got released from jail, Mm -hmm. and she's like, "No, I need to stay here." And and he's like, "Why do you always sabotage our relationship?" And yeah, that's basically where they are. Yeah, I don't think he even showed up in the last episode. Oh, mm. he, or did I? Don't even remember now. Oh, he did. But his his whole storyline last time was about Burke coming on the into yeah. the office, and there was no there's no interaction between Nathaniel and Rebecca last time at all.
3: Yeah, I will say Rebecca did sabotage their relationship a few times. Yeah. Just,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: I think I mentioned that on that podcast. I was talking about, like, I understand why he's so hurt by this because, like, he's been waiting for Rebecca and, you know, things have kept going wrong. But what she was saying was, like, I want to be a better person. And it's like, well, you can't really argue against that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like, understandable yeah. being hurt, but the way he reacted to it was not great.
2: But anyway, um, back to this episode. So Dr. Kopian is meeting with Rebecca and asking if Rebecca wants to go back to work because obviously that's what Paula is wanting. And from the get-go, you can see that Rebecca is hesitant about it. Um, and Rebecca is saying, yeah, and I'm good at it. And plus, I had a room in jail, so I'm looking pretty fit. <laughs> That sounds
3: awful, but okay.
1: <laughs> Wait a look on the bright side, Rebecca. She's using those tools. She's learning therapy well right there.
3: Yeah, silver linings, I guess. And
2: uh, Dr. Cobian tells her, you don't have to be a lawyer. Like, there are other fields out there. I just want you to be mindful about what makes you truly happy. And, of course, whenever we hear the phrase truly happy on this show, it's a notable uh, moment because... For us on the podcast, we do truly happy points all the time, but also it's a running theme in the show from the very first episode, which we saw a flashback to in the previously on segment went all the way back to the pilot. Um, And here, Dr. Copian is saying it. And Rebecca says, I will keep that in mind as I go back to the only thing anyone has ever paid me or valued me for.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like tough to hear, right? We get some again, like in the, in the flashback sequences, Um, I love I I have a love hate relationship with the like previously on segments because I don't I don't love that they like kind of, you know, tell you what storyline they're going to move forward with. But also it's like a good reminder. Um, And we see like the flashbacks of, uh, you know, her uh, getting that promotion and like going forward and like her thoughts and feelings about the way that other people value her has very much been channeled through her work and her job. Um, And it hasn't necessarily brought her happiness, but rather has brought her respect slash notoriety. Um, And I think there's just, like, a big difference between how other people value her and how she should be valuing herself. Um, And I guess, uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about here in this episode is, like, your job doesn't define your personal success, even if you are successful at your job. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that, like, that... Uh, and this, you know, I'm talking like in cheek a lot because I put a lot of value on like my own job. And so whatever. Um, but like, there's, a, that's like a big lesson to be learned and Rebecca like learning it and realizing that that is how she has defined her own internal success here via her work and via her job. And then for Dr. Coping to like literally come out and say like, this is not it. Like there, <laughs> there is more to this than just that, uh, I think is like appropriately powerful uh, and I love to see it. Good, go, uh, go, uh, go Doctor Acopian. Go copes,
1: a copes and bunch back at it. Stop trying to make a copes happen. <laughs> I'm gonna make a copes happen, Todd. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think the one thing that's interesting is, you no know, dr copian though says be mindful of what makes you truly happy. But I think even at this point, Rebecca still doesn't know that. Like, I don't think Rebecca has at this point completely figured out what makes her truly happy. So it's good advice. It's wonderful advice. But suffice that Rebecca's going to have trouble following at this point because she still is kind of floundering a little bit trying to figure out what that is. Uh And also just like the thought that, you know, this job is the only thing people have ever valued her for uh, isn't correct. You know, her friends definitely value her for other things, but it's easy for her to follow that trap because it is a, probably the thing that she got the most before she came to West Covina. It was the thing that people probably praised her for the most. It's definitely the thing her mother praised her for the most. You know her mother never praised her for anything other than being a good lawyer or things that led to her being a good lawyer. So I think it's kind of all tied up in that. But her friends value her for other things. But she's not really thinking about that right now. She's thinking about the fact that the being a lawyer has defined her existence for probably as long as she can remember. And it's really hard to move away from that.
3: And she's shown to be pretty like like an amazingly good lawyer actually or at least that's how the show presents her because you see how um how on top of everything she is despite the fact that she puts like no effort into actually caring about (laughs) being a lawyer most of the time it's she's always she's always stalking josh or off on shenanigans um and then she puts like a little bit of focus in and she comes in and she's like at the she's clearly the best lawyer there um at the firm and she, and while all these other people are like actually struggling to do their jobs well, she like does all these other things comes in and sort of like has it so she's clearly very good at it and i think when you're good at something you like feel like okay i'm good at this this is what i should be doing but she gets from the very very start of the show it was very clear that she got absolutely no joy out of being a lawyer and i'm gonna joke uh, throughout the podcast about the actual profession. Um, because being a lawyer is tough and there's a lot of days that do suck, but I do get some joy sometimes out of it. Um, and so if you're going to have a career, especially when it's tough as as and as stressful as being a lawyer, especially when you're dealing with so many other things, you have to get something out of it. And if you're just not, uh, it's, may, it's maybe not... What you should be doing especially when she's got all these other struggles um being in this such a stressful profession is is a hard thing to keep doing
2: and speaking of rebecca's other struggles she walks out of therapy and runs into
3: josh jan <laughs> yeah this was a weird <laughs> scene it was so You've got your real brain and then your like, TV brain on how like these interactions should play out. And I guess in your TV brain, it's like, okay, these are two main characters on a TV show. They can't... They're going to interact eventually. And so, oh, yeah, they're interacting eventually. They're sort of having this nice moment. They're kind to each other. And you're like, oh, that's very nice. But then you're like, actually, though, they, <laughs> they've both done really terrible things to each other uh and there's no way this scene should actually be playing out like this and so the question is um as as a tv show how how realistic should they be playing stuff like this and oftentimes it's this the show doesn't play super realistic but i sort of feel like it takes some topics fairly seriously and i think the toxic josh rebecca relationship is something i almost would have expected them to play a bit more realistic, if that makes sense. I I don't know if that even makes sense, but that's sort of what I was thinking watching this scene.
2: I totally understand what you're saying about the TV brain and, like, real-life brain. I I get that. And I I see that a lot. Like, oh, like, this is happening because it's TV. But honestly, that doesn't even make sense for me for this scene. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't get it. But let's talk about, like, what happens and then see, you know... If we can make sense of this, or maybe if Adam and Todd thinks think it makes perfect sense, let's see. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rebecca leaves the office. Um, Josh says he's in therapy, and that's when she's like, "Wait, Josh Chan is in therapy? Double wait. You go to my shrink, <laughs> which would be, I don't, I don't know if that's like a an official conflict of interest, but in it, it really it. feels like one hundred
3: percent. It would be, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be horrible." But he says no. Like he goes to her husband. He actually has better Yelp reviews. And Rebecca's like, actually, that's my bad. Like I (laughs) was in a, I was spiraling, and I left some bad ones for Doctor Acopian.
1: Lots of fake accounts. (laughs) (laughs) She
2: should delete them now, right?
1: Yes, yes, Rebecca, you should.
2: (laughs) Um, and then yeah so she says you know good for you josh and then she sits down and it's like okay this is where it starts for me to be like would rebecca really be giving well okay anyway so she says she says she has to talk to josh she says you know what i've done to you the past couple years is awful you know the stalking it's inexcusable if i'd been a man i'd have been in jail a lot sooner And Josh says he appreciates that and says he's actually been meaning to talk to her, too. Uh, You know, when I moved in with you but acted like we were casual, that was gaslighting. And, you know, it's nice that they're both apologizing. And Rebecca says, you know, we both made mistakes. And what matters is you're getting support now. And I'm so happy for you. (laughs) I mean, we can stop there at the apologies. And then they're going to talk about
0: dating. But... (laughs) <laughs> they they are gonna talk about dating. I will just say to Tom's kind of original comment uh, I think the show earned this one for me in a couple of ways. Number one, this is not the first time we've seen Josh at therapy here. I think I think I would have been more out or more like eh, if this was like okay, Josh's first time at therapy here, he's like running into Rebecca. Okay, that's like kind of ridiculous. They've shown a sp- They've shown him here without Rebecca. They've shown Rebecca here without him. I'm kind of okay with them meeting up because it's, you know, well established that they are both going to therapy here. As for like Rebecca sitting down and like being nice. I don't know if you're like engaging in a full conversation with your ex here, but I also, I, I I don't know. I feel like I have been in somewhat similar conversations where, like, of course you, you... have. Well, but like, you whatever no. you're like, please, no, please, my laptop. No, you know what? Yeah. what? <laughs> sometimes you like have to be in the same room as an ex. Like, sometimes it just yeah. happens. Okay. Like, I'm that not happens. saying
2: they... I'm not saying it's weird that they ran into each other. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. Well,
0: but like, when that does happen, I think like the proper decorum, or at least what I have gone with in the past, is to like be overly polite and respectful and just like really mm-hmm. fluff up everything so as to not even remotely start any kind of drama or whatever i may love drama but i hate it when it's my drama and so <laughs> i will work tooth and nail to like you know make sure things are genial and and you know like that and so yeah I don't, uh, and I. But I also think, like to that end, I don't think you just immediately run out, and I don't think you just like immediately get out of the situation. I think you like do your minute, minute and a half, make make nice, and then you go.
3: I agree with that. I actually agree with what Adam just said. You don't, you don't at all talk about the relationship. No, dear God, you do not go and be like I was stalking you. No, 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 no. no, no. But I
1: think for rebecca i think it makes sense for rebecca though because a lot of what they talk about with her a uh her therapy for borderline and everything and even like her you know like giving the apology or the you know confessing all of her secrets to everyone at the end of last season is kind of the kind of the idea of like making amends so like her apologizing to him is like a, a really a pretty big step for her therapy itself so i don't have any problems with her thing down and saying listen the things i did were horrible and trying to because we we had the scene where she like confessed the things but then all like her she didn't really interact with josh during that hardly at all because the paula blow up and everything so this is like from all that we know like the, the next time that she actually runs into josh after that and so I feel like that part of it makes sense. Her wanting to like come clean and unburden herself and, and confess. And again, kind of like the whole reason she went to jail was because she wanted to take ownership for the bad things that she did. So that part, mm-hmm. that's fine. And then Josh being, you know, responding that part also, makes sense to me. Cause I can feel like that's like the, the therapist has been like, and he's probably just regurgitating the things that the, the therapist has said to him, whether how much Josh actually understands of it up for debate, but at this point in the show, but a, a, he's at least, you know, would have been better if he apologized for setting up at the altar, but we didn't quite get to that part yet, but that part of it, that all works. It's the next part. I think that is probably falls more into the TV show, aspect of it all but the apology part i was like fairly on board with it's okay like, so so far we're all there
0: I, yeah
2: i think so Kinda. far it's mostly yeah it it makes okay. sense it happens mm-hmm. they ran into each other they apologize mm-hmm. that's great but then,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> then josh yes. is like
2: I'm also learning to look within and understand my emotions. I made a big decision recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Becca's like, Are you finally moving out of Hector's mom's house? And he's like, No, <laughs> she's awesome.
1: <laughs> Which That's after being like, called out of it being weird last episode, and then just or two episodes ago, I guess. And he'd be like, Oh, yeah, it is weird when you say it like that. But apparently he's decided that weird is fine because she's awesome. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs>
2: But his actual decision is that he's starting to date. I'm going to go on the apps. I'm looking for a real relationship. And then he's like, oh, sh- I've told you that. Is this weird?
0: And she's like, no, like, it, I want yeah. the deets. No, it very much
1: is. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, 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 but you can't say
0: it's weird. Like, she, her response, <laughs> you have to be like, no, of course it's not weird. But then she
2: says she wants the deets. And then she says, you know, you on the apps? Oh, people's brains are going to explode with Josh Chan on the apps. I'm sorry, this man left you at the altar, and you're like, oh my gosh, all the women are gonna fun
0: over you on the dating apps. I'm sorry, what? Lindy, this is the puffery that I'm talking about. This is like, okay, so Josh bringing it up and framing it in this like, "Oh, I have a big decision that I've made. I'm on the apps." which by the way, what a stupid way to phrase that, but whatever. <laughs> That's very Josh Chan. Like, it doesn't surprise me even a little bit that Josh brings it up. I actually think it's uh, uh, you know, above average awareness from Josh to be like, ooh, wait, was that awkward? <laughs> like, that to me is the shining moment of Josh in this conversation of just like, This is more self awareness than he has ever had, ever. Uh, and then we get Rebecca's response, which is just, you know, more puffery, like I'm talking about, like, you can't because you can't be like. Oh, you, I hate that you're on the apps. You stupid idiot. You left me at the altar. How (laughs) dare you? I can't even believe this. Like you can't do that in public, Lindy. And so instead (laughs) you have to go the opposite way and be like, Oh, oh, you're going to do so great on there. There are so many people that will just snatch you up. I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the, that's the only way you can go from this.
2: Oh, I'm buying I would this love,
0: 100%. I'm buying would this all. love to yell at my exes
2: in public. I mean, that'd be so fun. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I was going to no. say, there's no
0: shot you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you don't, don't know. Do my- I know, I know, Lindy, I know because <laughs> this is public, and there's no way you're doing it on this. No, podcast, you're right. So. <laughs> I get
2: it. I get playing it off, but she doesn't have to go the extra step of being like, "Oh my god, people's brains are gonna explode." Do you? That is so. That is but way it's like, beyond. It's
0: so. It's so stupidly hyperbolic that exactly like, Josh would will love it that's the whole thing
1: right it's very rebecca though i I feel like it is very rebecca and i also to your point like yes this man left at the altar but i feel like rebecca like with all the apologizing and he starts to apologize and she cuts him off oh you don't need to apologize you're doing all this great work for yourself i feel like she has internalized all the stuff that she did as i mean honestly i feel like she feels like he he left at the altar because of her I think that she has now come all the way back around to, yeah, the only reason he left the Alder because I did all this horrible stuff to him and I was in that horrible space. And so she's probably not even thinking about that anymore. I I honestly think that she has moved beyond the anger towards him at this point, because she has gone through so much other stuff and has now fully gone on the, I need to redeem myself for everything horrible I've ever done. So I, I, I buy the fact that she isn't angry at him, but still to be at the point where she's like, oh yeah, friendly. It it does feel like very Rebecca. It feels like very Rebecca to just like get caught up in the moment and just be like, oh wow, that's so great. Uh, I mean, it doesn't make sense for real life, but Rebecca is definitely not always a very real life type of character. I
2: think part of it is where this goes later in the episode as well. I think I'm kind of combining my feelings about later scenes, too. Some, mm-hmm. But maybe this one conversation, if by itself, like, would have been fine.
3: Yeah. By the way, can we pause? Because we keep talking about Josh le- left her at the altar. Rebecca did way worse stuff to Josh. <laughs> uh
0: uh, the stalking, the jo- to be clear, <laughs> this will not be a Josh Chan redemption podcast. I'm not saying that we're like, you know, know, going know, on. know, just you know, let's
3: uh, I know, I know we're much more on Rebecca's side, uh, on Team the Rebecca, who, yes. who, did, who, who did more wrong. <laughs> Rebecca did way more wrong,
1: yeah, but but it shouldn't be a, you a, uh, know, she did more wrong, so he gets a uh, off scot free. No, or they're the to alter and then not uh, ever talking no, no. to her for, you know, horrible amounts of time and not ever taking responsibility for anything that he did. Yeah. Well, Rebecca did again, like she did some horrible stuff to him. But Josh also did some some bad stuff to her as well. They both did bad stuff. They both need to yeah. own up for it. But I think the two,
3: uh, yeah. the two yeah. should not be talking. Going back to like <laughs> I know I know Todd was like they should be apologizing like the apology was political. Those, those are something where Rebecca should be like, yeah, I did wrong there, but don't actually go to, to t- apologize because he, you, uh, engaging with him is is wrong at that point. There's no contact between the two of them. Very toxic in in real life. But like
0: you, this was a great through- conversation between them. No, like we had apologies. Yeah. They were getting along. They were even like like this to me maybe again i'm very much projecting this is like a much better conversation with an ex than i could ever possibly imagine to <laughs> exactly. have in this
3: situation right? exactly
0: like this is that's- good i'm viewing this as like this is the ideal state but when it's you not are... realistic
3: it's not realistic yeah exactly wonderful it's a wonderful <laughs> thing but that's in your tv if you're just in your tv brain you're like oh wow i i like these two together you know what? Maybe after all of this, maybe I'm gonna start shipping Joshua Rebecca. No, 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 no,
4: no, no, no,
3: no, 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 that's the T V brain. That's where you want you to go, Adam Hump the brakes, Tom. Pump the brakes. We're not going that far. I'm not gonna be
0: able that. far. oh my god, they're there's some cute and they're gonna have a friend and then oh my
3: god, that friendship might develop into something. That's the But then you can talk about it and then you should stay the hell away from each other. They should be never <laughs> around each other. They should be like, "Oh, and run away."
2: Let's talk about something like more pleasant than Josh and Rebecca together, <laughs> which is Hector's toe. Um, <laughs> it's like got this huge gash in it. It's got pus. It's disgusting. <laughs> I was hoping Adam would more? like this topic better. <laughs> you describe it
3: more, Lindy. You want to just like What? Why, like why cool would you think shit? I like this topic more
1: than Josh and Rebecca dating? For The joke. I...
3: Oh, okay. For the bit. Do
0: the bit, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's
1: the bit again? What bit are we
0: doing?
2: You, you can make to all, all the, the
4: bit.
0: <laughs>
2: you always commit to the
0: bit <laughs> what if me not committing to the bit is a bit that i'm committing to <laughs> oh lindy hated that yeah let's talk about the disgusting <laughs> toe and how gross how somehow heather is more gross in this scene than, than okay Hector's yeah toe. <laughs>
2: basically hector has his like a barefoot like on a chair at home base and heather says no judgment at all but why is your shoe off in my public eating establishment i mean heather starts off pretty strong like why are you doing this um hector says he smashed his toe surfing and we see a shot of it it's gross ew um and heather's like you need to call your doctor like right now and that's when this gets um gross in a different way heather's like you know because i love baby's toes and baby's arms and baby (laughs) And and Hector's like, I love you too, kitty cat. And they both meow. No, no.
1: I I cannot give Heather my truly happy point for this episode. No matter, even if the rest of the episode was stellar for Heather, (laughs) this scene would torpedo any chance I could give Heather my truly happy point for this episode. (laughs) Because it is so... Nausea-inducing. I feel like coming from Heather, and it just feels so unHeather. It's just, uh. She's just
2: a girl in love.
0: No,
1: no. Just- no, she no. can't be held responsible
2: no. for her
0: actions. We are not. Uh, oh, shoot, was that season two? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we are not in season two here. Okay, <laughs> this is disgusting, and I'm not even talking about the toe uh <laughs> heather is gross in the scene and i hate it this is the worst heather has been in all
3: four seasons of the show and it's not even close it was it was weird it was like jarring it, it honestly did kind of feel out of character in that in that scene like i was like wait what like it like i'm, I'm not someone who's nearly as put off by like the pet names as adam is but like i was like whoa that's weird it was a lot a all in one. It once. was just baby, like fifteen times, and baby's yeah.
1: toe, <laughs> and kind of babyish voice, and the, uh, yeah, it uh, it just felt yeah. Because I'm I'm not anti uh, pet names either, but this was just so yeah. uh, weird. It was like so jarring because it was coming from Heather, and in it a wasn't public. public. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: It's just Ugh. well, we'll see we've, where that we've... goes. <laughs> We've seen Heather, she was with Greg for a while. There was nothing like
1: this. No, it was, yeah, this is not. Oh, can you imagine Greg roasting her the first time she tried to call him? I would like to see that actually. I would have liked to have seen that, yeah, and then her eviscerating him for roasting her. You know, that would have been a, a quite a show. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, luckily for Heather, it, it only goes up from here, like. <laughs>
1: that's the worst it's it only get. could go up
2: from
0: here <laughs> <laughs> definitely can't go down could not get worse uh
2: so then we see rebecca she walks into the lobby um where the office is and i don't know if we've ever seen the lobby before um but apparently there's like a coffee shop that she's been you know looking forward to going back to but the coffee shop is closed and there is a store called pretzel central that's opening um and so she literally says Gasp! <laughs> I love when that happens. Um, and there's someone working there, and so she asks, "What is this place?" And AJ says, "It's a 1920s speakeasy." No, it's not. It's a corporately owned pretzel store.
1: <laughs> AJ coming in strong with the snark immediately, a, uh, very, very clearly uh, demonstrating what his uh, attitude is going to be. Approved. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. AJ's um, awesome.
2: Yeah, and AJ tells Rebecca, like, you look familiar, <laughs> um, which will come up later. Mm-hmm. And then Jim walks out. Jim, who Paula has mentioned like twice so far this season as being just disappeared. Poop, he's gone. We don't know where he <laughs> is. Um, Jim walks out from the pretzel place and uh, tells Rebecca that he owns it. Uh, he quit the law. <laughs> and Rebecca's like, you can't do that. And he says, I can't. And I did. I got sick of it. And Rebecca's like, you're going to throw away all those years of law school, studying for the bar, taking the bar, all that stuff. Oh and my Jim God, says, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and AJ says, I'm with her. It's dumb to quit being a lawyer. I'm majoring in pre-law myself. And Jim says, trust me, being a lawyer is the worst. um yeah <laughs> then we okay. get we're gonna talk about it the first song in this episode is called don't be a lawyer and i believe this is the reason why our friend tom palmer is here on this podcast today so tom start us off what do you think it,
3: it's such a bop it's so much fun uh and it's hilarious and it's just you know, don't be a lawyer <laughs> and you know, like it has a lot of lines that just kill me um, there's also like one point where he's like um, describing what uh, being a lawyer does. You're like doing the merger for one pharmaceutical company to another person, and like you can just see like his like the life die inside of him as he's like describing this in the song. It's it's so funny. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. It's one of the songs I listen to kind of on a loop sometimes, and it's fun. So yeah, it's, 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 it's up there. It's, I'm not sure if it's Mount Rushmore songs for me, but it's definitely up there.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's a, it's a really, really fun song. Uh, I, I, it's really catchy. Uh, it's been stuck in my head, but it, and also like one of the uh, like songs that, you know, is clearly like the, the influence for it. It kind of goes back and forth at the very start of it, it feels very much like a, uh, a very specific song and so i've had that song in my head then it transitions to don't be a lawyer and then back you know but you know it's it's really really fun song catchy song really funny i love that you're never going to work with anyone who looks like ali McBeal. a uh that's a great line i will and-
3: say i will say i kind of do disagree with that i have i have had <laughs> some attractive co-workers in the past
2: Whoa, do they Tom, look like Ally McBeal specifically? I mean, not,
3: yeah. not exactly, but wow. I mean, I don't know if Ally McBeal is necessarily like the idea, like, I watch it. Uh,
0: yeah, Tom, uh, making some sweeping statements here, not only about the hotness of Ally McBeal, but also. Uh, working with attractive people. So you're saying people should be lawyers because you could work with an Ally McKeel. Well, no,
3: you should absolutely not choose a profession based on the hotness of people in that (laughs) profession and you should not date co-workers. Hmm.
2: So you shouldn't be a lawyer because if lawyers are hot, you...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hmm. Should you date lawyers, though? Like the reverse of what Lindy's saying. I,
3: think. I mean, I'd like to say you should because yeah, and I would like a
1: a dust track. Yeah, a, dust yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be very surprised if I got any other response from <laughs> That would be awkward if you said no. There,
0: I guess. Uh I just have to say the the line "There are so many other professions that don't turn you into Jeff Sessions" might be one of my very favorite good. lines in all of CXG. Just like full stop. That's so good and so funny uh i i love it so
1: much i I love the no money a section you know no money no no money even less money no money and it's a bummer (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: can you confirm all of the things in that in that section tom environmental law not a lot of money there
3: no if you're trying to do something good with your law degree you're probably not getting very much money (laughs) <laughs> okay, so no
0: environmental law I, I will say I did learn that from how I met your mother uh, You have some uh, some Environmental stuff there as well Immigration law I've, Is that like something good? Like I feel like there are a couple sides to immigration law But still no money, even less money
3: Yeah, immigration law is usually Pretty good Because you're like trying to help people immigrate um, Usually you're like the Maybe the government's trying to deport them And you're just trying to stop that from happening So mm-hmm. yeah uh, and yeah, that's the one that they
1: call. That's the one they say is a bummer. I believe. I believe immigration. Yeah, laws. it is a bummer. No I mean, money you're, you're,
3: plus you're, you're, it's a bummer. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. lose. You're gonna lose a lot of the time, and so you're gonna have to deal with the consequences of of losing when uh the other side is trying to deport your clients. Okay. Um,
0: well, uh, I can safely yeah. say that I hate the government, but
3: that's a separate <laughs> podcast. I think.
0: Um, and then is uh any chance you're gonna be
3: on the Supreme Court? <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> okay. uh, if perhaps if i was uh, a harvard graduate mm-hmm. there's like a, maybe like a tiny shred of a percentage like so if you I should had, go to harvard is what you're saying if you if your only goal is to be on the supreme court then you should go to an ivy league school yes like huh. one of those specific schools because no one else makes it on the supreme court and you should also be really rich damn. Over Uh, two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: uh, one day.
2: Well, I have to say, I absolutely love this song. It is so good. It's, as you all said, it's so catchy. It's so clever. It has so many funny lines. I love it so much um, that I have to bring this up. I was a little offended when the very first time Adam watched the show, and he did all his song rankings he gave this song out of 10 points he was on a scale of 10 he gave don't be a lawyer 0.5 out of 10 and it's actually funny he had basically the same comment he said uh the jeff sessions line was really funny (laughs)
3: What but, he said, with you?
2: but he said, other than that, the song was met and he was like, who is this guy?
0: I guess referring to Jim. What do you mean? Who's Jim? I had no idea who Jim was at that point. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I still kind of don't. Uh, I feel like I've said this many times. Uh, Present Adam cannot be responsible for past Adams takes. It's not, I just can't do it. I can't, There's no I, way.
2: I don't usually bring it up, but I had to for this one. Yeah. The difference is so big between my opinion and like your 0.5 i was just like i can't
0: believe this we might all come out similar in terms of pretzels but i actually think that the three of you are probably higher on this song than i am that will again like that actually still means that i might give more pretzels to it than lindy does but i think that (laughs) you guys i think that all three of you are higher on this song than i am i like it it's good i think there are some funny lines but i don't think it's like i don't know i don't think it's like groundbreaking it oh. is. It's like, it's like okay.
1: Funny. It's like, okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it groundbreaking either, uh, but uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Again, yeah, I like it. Like, it's it's not my Mount Rushmore. I don't know if it would go into my top 10 songs of the series. Oh, but, it's in mine. Uh, yeah. Oh, it definitely top 10 is yet. not in my top 10.
2: It's top in 10. my top 10.
0: I don't know that it even cracks the top 20, to be honest with you. Oh, I would wow. say
3: I would be in my MySpace top eight. <laughs> oh, tom do not
2: bring that up again Uh-oh. okay Uh-oh. that is dangerous sword. territory
0: sword subject sword subject oh my uh, um yeah. so you're telling me this song gets in tom's top eight but i can't even get in lindy's is that what you're telling me here? <laughs> this song makes it a tom's top eight. Oh my god those
2: okay. are two completely different categories. i don't know
0: i don't know lindy oh my gosh we
2: are not doing this we are not so uh yes after the song um rebecca tells aj like don't listen to him being a lawyer is perfectly fine (laughs) i love that it's like she's trying to reassure aj but she's like it's fine (laughs) um and then aj is like oh i know how i know you you're the rooftop killer i dressed as you for halloween and rebecca's like you did what did you wear and AJ says, some white girl crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rick is like, yeah, that tracks.
3: Rooftop killer. not I mean, that does describe what she did, I guess, or what she attempted to do. But, like, not, like, super cool. Like, I, I think you want to get a little bit more specific. Like, what roof was she on top of?
2: It's like a catchy name, you know, in the news, but it, obviously it's not, it's just a scandalous headline. It's not like the real truth of what was happening.
0: You, the so you would want to change this name to something more specific to
3: the rooftop part? Yeah. Like which roof? What, what's the name of the building?
2: Does that uh, matter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, who knows? I mean, not all buildings have actually names i mean it could have been like you know 4501 a uh, east cameron street rooftop killer mm-hmm. and that. Oh, it's kind definitely of like
2: a... on east cameron top
3: <laughs> <laughs> huh
1: well yeah, uh, if, i'm
3: just saying it because wasn't it a hotel
1: i i'm not gonna lie not i have no idea you. We don't
0: know it could be any building
1: yeah, because it had a pool and a party yeah, it was probably a hotel of some sort. So I have hotel, no idea. You have the hotel. So like
3: the Hilton roof top killer, the What
1: if it was like the
3: Sheridan shover? You know what I mean? Well, like we I mean, did there there's some, like I think that's in, more interesting. Okay. It might have just
2: been Nathaniel's apartment building
3: though.
4: Hmm. Okay. Maybe I mean, a party maybe. for
2: him and Mona.
3: Yeah.
1: That makes sense. I'm just
3: saying it was maybe a chance for like a more interesting
1: killer name. Yeah, but it's coming from like, what was the name of the paper? Like the...
2: The Daily Covina.
1: The Daily Covina. (laughs) And... um. And Patton Oswalt was like one of the ones who like was like a writer for it at all. So uh... yeah,
3: Patton Oswalt has been in everything lately. By the way, that's just a way to it. Like he's in stuff I didn't. I didn't necessarily think I wanted him to be in, but that's. <laughs> oh, but you did, Tom.
1: You want him to be in everything. Love Patton Oswalt. Hey, that's a problem, Adam, you didn't get to Patton Oswalt being on The Sandman. That's that's why you couldn't get in.
0: He's that. in The Sandman. Yes oh <laughs> so no I told you that
1: like, literally, like last week I mentioned that. Todd I don't I can't keep track of everything it, yeah if you made it was if you made the episode three
0: I was gonna say because I didn't I oh oh man now do I have to go back and try again <laughs> is he like a prominent role in the sandman yes actually yeah, kind of oh okay I'll keep trying well
2: speaking <laughs> of going back to things Rebecca goes back to the office. Uh, she walks into mountaintop uh, Bert is kind of telling her some new things but she's like yeah Paul's filled me in um, and they see Nathaniel she says hi to him but he walks away without saying anything <laughs> and Bert says that's his sad baby walk
3: and then Sunil- yeah, I think pa- this is how, how Rebecca and Josh should be with each other like they should like, not <laughs> engage you they should be a sad baby walking away from each other
0: like Perhaps. See, but I think this is a bad look for Nathaniel. Like, I feel like he's being such a child here. Like, oh. he, they work together. Like, they should be
1: able to have a conversation, right? Oh, he's definitely being a child. And it cracks me up. <laughs> Nathaniel's been Okay, like, it works. <laughs> I, I agree. It's a horrible look. Like, in, in a real-world, personal thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not a great look for him to be, like, stomping around and buying blinds just to close people out and everything it, it's also a bad strategy like
3: for what he wants to do he should be sort of like cool and aloof and that way like it, like everything sort of rolled rolled off him i think that'd be much more effective for what he's trying to accomplish the stopping around being a baby clearly hurt is not getting what he what he wants to do
2: and Sunil pops up, and he's like, he hates Bert. And Bert says, what? And then Sunil just keeps going. <laughs> it's like, totally glossed over. Um, and he's like, then he found out you were coming back and went on a silent strike, and is so upset because no one cares. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is probably the nicest that Sunil and Rebecca ever are to each other. I think that like, they don't snipe at each other at all. They're actually fairly cordial to each other. It's Honestly, a little odd, but I do like the little exchange talking about Nathaniel through all of this.
0: Was I the only one that f- forgot Sunil was in the show until he showed <laughs> up here?
2: No, because I, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh, it's Sunil.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we haven't really seen him since the episode where he joined the firm, I don't think. I don't think like we yeah, had that, that like one. F- f-
3: the flash forward episode, right? Where they, yeah, like yeah
1: as a time jump episode and i don't think we've seen him around the office and though know, we've been in the office a few times we even had like uh, Paula talking about how I, uh everyone that was gone and who who all was there and Sunil's name never even comes up as Paula's like listing off all these people who've who've disappeared but she's mainly talking about the lawyers i guess mm-hmm. so it makes makes sense uh that she wouldn't list Sunil but yeah it was like kind of like oh yeah Sunil he's around too
3: yeah i think she was definitely listing the lawyers because while the paralegals uh do most of the work honestly uh the lawyers are sometimes necessary to get something done (laughs)
4: um
2: so then uh rebecca has her first client since she's been back uh paula fills her in on everything uh tim handled the account while she was away um but tim actually like missed a meeting because Ah, uh, he used to share a watch with Jim. So, what? Mm. What?
1: <laughs> what does this even mean? <laughs> it's Tam and Jim. It, it just this <laughs> this gets mentioned <laughs> like three times this episode, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: and it makes no sense to me at any of the times. And I know it's like not supposed to, and that's fine. <laughs> But I, I like if they were gonna mention it so many times. I just wanted one visual of the actual like system, quote unquote, that they were using, and we just didn't get it. It just kept being dangling in front of us. I think
3: it's funnier not saying it. No,
0: yeah, but like, I how, agree. how how funny would it have been if like Jim and Tim are sitting next to each other, like one big wristwatch is
1: wrapped around
0: both of their wrists? Like that's really good. That's really okay. funny.
1: <laughs> to, to be fair, that is not even remotely the situation that I envisioned with the sharing of a <laughs> that's watch. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like
3: it could. We don't know. It could be it? anything. Exactly. That's why they. That's why they don't show. So your mind can be like, it could be anything. It could be a giant <laughs> wristwatch around both of their hands or Paula's hand. It, like, what is this watch? No, they the want imp- you to imagine.
2: The implication is that they're sharing it. So they're passing it back and forth, which is why Tim missed the meeting. Because Jim must have had the watch. At that time. And Tim didn't have one. That's why he missed a meeting.
0: I know. That's very boring, though. That just <laughs> so- that's, that's
2: what happens. Sorry. It's, it's You don't know, Lindy. They didn't
0: share it, though. It's it, pretty clear. It could be just one
1: big watch. <laughs> but I guess we'll never know.
0: Yeah.
2: We'll never know. And Paula is
0: like, good news. You don't need Tim anymore. Bunch is back, bitches. <laughs> um, I will say throughout this whole meeting, I love... Uh, I forget the name of the client, but I love Wendy. how much I yeah Wendy. I love how much Wendy just like lays into Tim like every chance she gets. She just like, keeps going back. and just like you're so incompetent. Uh, yeah, uh, it's really funny. Has yeah. that ever yeah, happened but- to you in like a meeting time? Like a client comes in and just like roasts someone else who has been like working on a case? Well,
4: uh,
3: I've gotten roasted. So, yeah. <laughs> I was really, yeah, I was trying to give you an out of like, not you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've gotten roasted where I didn't feel like uh, the roasting was warranted, where uh, the reason things were bad was because the client had did bad things and then they were oh. blaming me for the bad things and then they yelled at me and then that was a bad day. <laughs> yeah. put them on blast your clients are definitely not
0: listening to this podcast so you, I mean put them on blast let them I mean <laughs> no,
3: attorney client privilege and whatever they're terrible uh. though <laughs> uh okay
2: so Wendy really wants you know her business handled correctly and Rebecca is really reassuring about that she's like oh yeah I'm gonna exploit all these loopholes loop there it is Yep, yeah.
1: yeah it's It is funny just, like, how quickly Rebecca just, like, slips back into that mode. But we've we've seen it before, you know, she, the moment she's in the office, she's just, like, it's instantly, boom, right there, just uh, popping off, just showing how great she is at the job. Even with all these doubts that she has, you know, just, boom, she's already uh, in full lawyer mode and just kicking butt.
2: But I would say you can tell that she's, like, not fully into it. Like, she's going through the motions, but, like... I, I feel like it is a different vibe than we've seen before when she's, you know, been doing her job and really good at it. Like she's still, she's really good at it, but like you could tell the emotion was not there in this moment. At least I thought so. Is there more than are... one
1: thing with her meeting with R- Wendy? Cause I feel, I, I thought there was like mm-hmm. another sequence that was more of that. I could be mistaken. There is.
0: I yeah there's another one uh i actually i actually think i agree with todd i actually felt very much like this was a rebecca's back to it kind of like her normal you know coming up with catchphrases like getting everyone involved like the high energy stuff like this actually felt very close to rebecca but we do uh, like todd said i do think we get another one later my question to We'll get, I mean, you'll get there. You have the nose, Lindy.
2: I don't know. I don't know that there is. I, I feel like... You gotta watch the scene again. I feel like her heart's not in it, but that w- that might just be me.
3: Um, I, mean, well, I don't think maybe. Rebecca's heart is ever really being in a lawyer. Like, she's always been in the shenanigans. She's always very distracted,
0: uh, for sure by other things. Um, my question to you, Tom. She comes up with this catchphrase, loop. There it is, when she is getting out or, you know, exploiting loopholes in various bylaws, code, other lawyer buzzwords. Um do you have any set catchphrases that you no. use when dealing with your clients?
1: Uh, oh, so you come up with a new catchphrase each time like Rebecca does. That that's smart. That's smart. Okay. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. And mm. if if you don't, can I interest you in some?
3: Okay, let's let's hear them. Let's hear them, Adam. Okay,
0: ready? Number one. Have no remorse. Get
3: a divorce. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Any good? Uh, that's an interesting that's an interesting ad. Um I think you can kind of get the you can kind of get the jingle. I think uh, it probably doesn't fit the tone of someone who actually is seeking a divorce. Mm, okay. Well, that's tough because that tone
0: is hard to work with, catchphrase wise. Yeah. <laughs> it,
3: the tone is closer, I would say, to like thinking of songs uh, and going back to our Game of Thrones uh, reference, more to the reigns of Castamere would be the, uh, <laughs> the tone, the third.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Red wedding does seem pretty appropriate for for divorce in, in some ways. Yeah. So, uh. Well,
0: if you ever have a client who is like more upbeat or happy about the situation, <laughs> there you go. I mean, you got something in your back pocket that you can whip out at any time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that Not one's if- for free. That's just free legal advice right there that I'm giving you. So.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you I, was there
3: was there more or was it just? Well, the, I was workshopping apparently, a few.
1: Apparently, you have to pay for the rest of them because the first one was free. But once Adam hooks you, then he's going starting billable yeah. hours.
0: And we really yeah. have to. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'll just a little bit of a tease. One of the other ones I'm working on is about a horse. So just a little <laughs> bit of a tease. <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know
2: everyone is interested in that, but uh, <laughs> back to uh, the meeting. <laughs> uh, speaking Rebecca, of
3: horses, Lindy.
2: <laughs> I already was back on track and now you're oh, getting me off track. I, like, no, no, horse no, no, I'll, just I'll run cu- off the track, you know?
3: Is <laughs> that happening Yeah, a lot? No, she did that. She did okay.
2: That. Yeah. Okay. So, Rebecca tells Wendy, like, you don't have to worry anymore. This is what I'm good at. Um, just like I'm good at, you know, using these weird segues you all give me. Anyway, um, <laughs> they walk out of the meeting and Paula is like so happy that Rebecca's back. And you can see Rebecca's smile is like fading. And she's like, Yeah, I'm crushing it. This is great. Wow. This is objectively fantastic, right? Wow, wow, wow. Um, which is really mirrors in the pilot when she gets the promotion. She's like, This is objectively great, right? Yeah. Um, and so she just leaves. She says she has to go get a smoothie. And she runs down to Jim and asks if he's hiring.
1: Yeah. So this is why I feel like the previous scene didn't feel like she was, anything was off to me because I feel like Paula would have been more like, were you okay in there? But the fact that Paula was like, yeah, you're we're back in the swing. And this, I felt on my my viewing, I felt like this was like a very obvious like switch. She's like she was like all into it, then as so she gets out of the main, then she's like, "Oh wait, I didn't like that. I didn't like what was going on." And then suddenly, uh, but I will I will watch this scene again uh, after we get recorded and see. If, yeah, let
2: uh, me uh, know because I I read it as she felt that way in the meeting, but was masking it because you know she was trying. To you know, push through it, but I felt like she wasn't really enjoying herself, and Paula just didn't catch on because she was so excited that Rebecca was back. You know,
0: for what it's worth, Todd, I had I had your read as well uh, that there was a, a pretty big switch happening here when she went down to go ask for the job. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'll watch it back. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, I will say this is one of the times I was happy to have watched the previously on just so I had that reference of the pilot episode really fresh in my mind because they showed that in the previously on. So it started happening like, Oh yeah, this is like word for word. What happened the first time?
2: Yeah. And then we see uh, totally different. We see Josh on a date. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. This is the first date we will see not the last in this episode. Um, but he's with this woman uh, who asked if he still dances hip hop, like in high school, she still thinks about a dance medley that he did. Um, And he said, Oh yeah, I, you know, I was a dancer at whatever club he was a dancer at. I don't remember the name, Um, but he says, yeah, that was after I left the priesthood, but before I was living with Hector's mom, (laughs) it's like, Josh, why are you saying any of these things?
1: Yeah. No filter. No filter has Josh Chan. Uh, he's trying to be open and honest. I'm sure that's what his therapist has told him to be. So he's just like letting it all out.
2: And she asks, oh, do you guys hook up? And he's <laughs> like, no, we're just roommates. But my therapist says she might be filling a larger role in my life.
0: <laughs> <Good> God. <laughs> it's all bad. Honestly, you
3: should have just said yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have been better. <laughs> yeah. I do subscribe to being fairly open, but, like, edit minutes. a bit. Edit a bit. He,
0: so the, his problem is not that he's open. Because I, I actually agree, like, being fairly open is okay. His problem is that, like, the the facts that he dis- he's disclosing are true, and they're terrible. <laughs> they're <laughs> damning for him. And so it's like, yeah, you can be open, but, like, maybe fix... Fix the other stuff and then be open. Like, stop living with Hector's mom and like then be open about your
1: situation. Mm-hmm. he would still bring it up, uh, and then I lived with Hector's mom for a while. So I mean, it would still it would still get brought up in the because the other things that he is mentioning are things that happened in the past and not current things, which also aren't necessarily all that great. Uh, so.
2: Yeah, definitely didn't well, need to talk about the priesthood in this first date <laughs> situation. But <laughs> what really uh, gets her is she's like, Josh Chan is in therapy. Uh, you know she says like, oh, I knew you dated that that woman, but I didn't know you might be crazy too, which is obviously
1: just horrible. Yeah, she's horrible terrible. Response. Yeah. 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 I mean. Get, get her out of there. You don't want, don't want to date her regardless.
2: Well, she gets herself out of there because she pretends to get a phone call and pretends it's from Uber who is, like, calling her and seeing if she needs a ride. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. I, You know, I don't want to affect my rating. You know, <laughs> gotta
3: go. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. What's the most ridiculous, clearly fake excuse you've seen someone use to leave a conversation or date? Ooh...
0: Okay, is this is this specifically for dates that I have been on, or just things that I have heard used in a date? Uh, I,
4: thinking,
0: I would say you, like you experienced it.
3: firsthand. <laughs> it, if like it doesn't necessarily one hundred percent have to be a date, but like if it's it's like it, you can't you can't use hearsay here.
0: Uh, okay, we we'll really law this up. Uh, Okay, someone else should go first Just so I, I can don't see have anything, the tone so you, yeah, should go. you don't have anything? No one has ever left you ever? Okay no, what, a, what a sick me. brag, Lindy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Or if they have Then it's been like such good lies She couldn't tell if they were lying to her
2: Oh God! So. why did you have to turn that around on me? Good Jeez.
0: point,
1: Todd Really Todd, good point
0: Why? Uh, yeah i don't know we have to keep you humble (laughs) lindy you just that was the biggest brag i've ever heard you brag in your life right there you know i'm Uh,
2: exaggerating (laughs) 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 just but Uh, i no one has ever like used a weird specific excuse to leave a conversation with me but obviously not everyone in the world loves me i was just kidding but i will say uh you two talk to me for hours every week so can't be that bad
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay, just <laughs> uh, just, to, just to clarify, I don't think we were saying that it was bad to talk to you. I don't think that I was saying that bad <laughs> is the situation. Tom posed the question of, like, what's the weirdest thing? Okay, fine, I'll just go. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't actually say that this was definitively false because I don't know. Um, but I have been on a date where she said she had to get back home because her friend was making cookies and needed help feels like that's probably not accurate but there might have been cookies being made i don't like i don't know exactly about that part but i don't think that her friend like actually needed help that's where i'm at with that but she still might have had cookies so like i don't know that's a
2: tough one because it's like i would understand if she's like my roommate made cookies and like i really want to have some right like while they're fresh you know before Mm -hmm. everyone eats them like that would that would it wasn't. Yeah, it
0: wasn't about the freshness. Well, yeah. I, I shouldn't say that because, like, hypothetically, they were fresh after they made them.
3: So, you know. Uh, but she had to help. Like, I mean, I mean, this this roommate could be like really incompetent at baking, and they're like worried that they're going to burn down the apartment. Maybe.
4: This is nah,
0: not, like what no. I'm saying.
3: Like, it's I guess it's possible,
0: and I don't actually know uh we did go on another date after that but like it didn't go very well wow so it's like the
3: fact that there was another date kind of makes me lean that that, it might have been true but it was like
0: this i really we don't need to be getting into my dating exploits here uh but it's like it was kind of a a breakup date in the sense that like i think that
3: (laughs) he just gave me such a look
2: I've never heard of a breakup date. No, but like, explain. Uh explain.
3: uh okay. I kind of think I know what this well actually I'm not sure because well how many dates are were in was was, was with this girl uh four
0: or five? Like I think that was the or maybe it was the third and we went on the fourth. Something like that around. Those I, I don't numbers.
3: think I don't think that justifies a break date. Like I, I think you can just be like nah.
0: No, but it. So I guess I should be clear about what I am considering a break date in this in this situation. Uh, it wasn't a date where like I went into it thinking, okay, yeah, like this is it, we're breaking up like right now. But it wasn't. It was like okay, nothing's like really happening here, and so like depending on how this goes this oh. could be the last date you know what i mean
3: that would be more of a make or break date
1: make or break update there you yeah. go <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we we got there we got there eventually
0: <laughs> we yeah got there. i feel like that's a thing no lindy sure i guess
3: <laughs> no make or break date is definitely a, a thing like uh yeah i'm not sure let's go like Let's let's see.
0: Eh. Yeah, like we'll give it another shot. Like, you know, it wasn't like super sparks flying or whatever, but like who knows what could happen here? Like we're still talking.
3: Okay. I think if you're going on a make or break date, it's probably going to be a break date. Like I think Yeah. I don't really think you're there's like real I don't I I don't really think there is a make. Yeah. Um I think like if you're at that point it's going to be a break. Mm-hmm. But like you you're bored you're wow that is i don't know
0: if i want to go that far (laughs) That's not exactly the logic that i was using you're like maybe
3: i guess i don't know
0: todd lindy you've never been on like a date like that where it's like uh maybe like you know something could happen here but like if it doesn't i'm willing for this to be the last date
2: I feel I I no. I just feel like I'm either all in or all out, like immediately. <laughs> immediately
3: yeah. well, I I Lindy's I date number
0: like, one is a maker break.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel it like is. my make or yeah. break dates are is the second date. Like I don't, I like I don't think we go past that.
0: Okay, so now all we're saying here is that Adam has enough desperation to go on that third and fourth date, <laughs> where it's like, okay, maybe it's the next date that'll be.
1: <laughs> okay, you, cool, cool, cool. you're full of hope, Adam. It's it's an admirable quality. Boy, is that not something that I am known for?
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I was trying to help you out there, man. I do, yeah, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Uh, I guess I wish I could have Lindy's level of like just finality right at the start. Just like, yeah, this is it or it's nothing. Uh, I feel like it takes me longer to like, is this something? I don't know. Let's find out.
2: Well, we have offered uh, to help with your like dating profile and everything,
0: but so far you haven't really been super interested, but uh whoa first of all i've said yes every time to this potential idea here Then why haven't we done it yet i don't know why we haven't done it yet we're
1: not waiting on me though we <laughs> haven't done it because you said you want to do it as a podcast and then i was like oh, i don't know if it's really a full podcast think yeah who's listening to that podcast, podcast. literally our
2: our loyal listeners are gonna listen and we love them because
0: we, just, we know we do love Austin.
2: we're not gonna name uh, them Marissa. all because we're gonna forget someone so and we'd feel bad but we know who you are you are loyalist we appreciate you Tommy. and you don't have to listen to that podcast but i feel that a lot of them would because they they seem to enjoy us talking so i don't think we have to worry like oh is this a podcast like if we're talking people are gonna tune
0: in Okay, so was this a make or break day for Josh? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. it, it broke. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just trying to get I, us even remotely back in the. I forgot what I was like.
2: Wait, what? Like Josh on a t- what? <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, I was just like looking at the notes and then looking at the time, and it's like, oh, we're an hour fifteen in it.
2: Looking this. at the time, let's move on. So, <laughs> Rebecca, AJ, and Jim are working at Pretzel Central, and Rebecca is telling Jim about how she like she sold people some pretzels, and they bit into them, and they were truly happy. That's what happy looks like. Again, this classic phrasing uh sticks out to us every time. But it's it's great that it's like pretzels are Rebecca's, you know, kind of she sees that and it's like, oh that's what happiness looks like. People biting into delicious pretzels. Um oh, and AJ chimes in and he's like, uh, she forgot to charge them. <laughs> and she's like, I, I paid for it. Why did you have to mention that? <laughs> um, and then Paula comes in and she's like, "Um, I got a text from Jim that you're working here." And Rebecca kind of makes an excuse, like, "Oh, like something felt off. Like I'm waiting for that letter from the bar association. It feels unethical to work right now." And uh, Paula wonders what to tell Wendy. Um, <laughs> and um, in the meantime, Paula turns to Jim and she's like, "Hey, Jim, miss you upstairs." And he's like, "Really?" She's like, "No, <laughs> Paula." <laughs> I love that
0: honesty yeah
4: like, but
2: it was unnecessary she brought it up <laughs> she was the one who was like missing him upstairs it's like really no <laughs> like he didn't even ask
1: well I'll, to be to be fair you know he just like he stopped coming into the office without giving any sort of notice at all so i think she's uh she's owed a little bit of like hostility towards him i mean she would have had hostility towards him anyway because she can't stand him but still you yeah. know <laughs> But this, I think in this case, it is like, okay, yeah, this guy who is like one of our only lawyers just completely dropped on the face of the earth, opened a business downstairs and never had the decency to... to I, actually, I don't know. Maybe he did tell Nathaniel he was leaving, but Nathaniel's been in sad baby mode and never told anybody. But Jim was gone before Nathaniel went to sad baby mode. So, or maybe he told Bert and Bert didn't tell anybody. I don't know. But it's it's weird that he just stopped going to work and open a business in the exact same building as the office that he stopped working at. That's
2: a it's bold weird. move. I respect it.
1: <laughs> wow. I like it. Respect for Jim. I, I don't know if that's something that I was expecting to come out of this episode. But okay.
2: okay. Like, in TV terms, I just think it's funny. I'm not saying people should do that in real
0: life, but... Lindy, if you're gonna make a statement, commit to it fully and blindly well, without it, any reservation. I don't know, it wasn't received well.
1: <laughs> the Adam method commit your yeah. statements blindly without you're any reservation. Lindy, sometimes
3: how, things are not received well. Let me tell you. How many times has Adam said something that was not received well and he's stuck to he doubles down? And it's
2: annoying, I'll tell you
3: that. <laughs> you're the one that doesn't
0: receive it well. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. you don't
2: backtrack. <laughs> Anyway. Have firm um, beliefs, people.
0: That's
1: all I'm saying.
2: Okay, fine. Fine. I will. No, now you're
1: but, going back but, on that now! But, but, <laughs> but he has firm beliefs, but he cannot be held responsible for those beliefs when they change in the future. Yes, Todd. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Thank Wait you. a second. <laughs> Adam, you're saying that once I didn't have firm beliefs, and then you said I should, Once I said, and then I said, okay, you're like, no, now you're going back on your unfirm beliefs to have firm beliefs. That's not, that's, that's wrong, too. Mm-hmm. I can't win. I can't win.
1: <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the point. That's, yeah. only took a year to get to this point, but yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, Paula tells Rebecca that like if Wendy walks by and sees you here, I'm gonna tell her you have a dumb twin sister who works at a stupid pretzel shop. <laughs> oh, Paula. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Switching gears a bit. Uh, we go back to Hector and Heather and uh hector tells her that he sent a picture of his toe to his doctor who said to go to the er um and heather's like great let's go but he's like oh no that'd be thousands of dollars it costs 300 just to text the doctor and i don't have health insurance um yeah well that's america for you Mm -hmm. he's not even exaggerating it's not exaggerated for
0: comedy like yeah yeah uh, yeah, love that take, Lindy. Totally agree with Hector here. This is ridiculous. Uh, I would never call an ambulance in my life under any circumstances.
2: This isn't yeah, even no. an ambulance. This is just going, like driving. Even that,
0: out. just like, don't do it. It's not worth, just
2: wrap up the toe, put some wrap- frozen yep. peas on it, Let's elevate cli- it, and you're okay. done. Okay, but, okay, don't. <laughs> don't... Yeah. don't let your toe like get badly infected and just have horrible consequences. Don't do that.
0: Uh, i mean that wasn't in my set of instructions i'm just saying wrap you know clean it wrap it elevate it put some frozen
2: peas out like this is not medical advice or legal advice (laughs) that people should take
3: we cannot be held responsible i'm not legally responsible for anything adam has said in the last
0: (laughs) 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 neither am i (laughs) i'm not saying this you you disagree you're okay all right
2: you said don't Uh, go to the doctor with a toe that looks like that um Oh my god, there's gosh. no
0: shot I would ever go to a doctor with a toe that looks like that.
2: Did you look at it? Really look at
0: it? No, I didn't. I just... Okay, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter, even if it was chopped off, I still wouldn't go to the doctor. Like, it's just deal You're with kidding. it. You're it's kidding. fine, deal...
2: he's kidding, okay. he's kidding. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> anyway, like um, it was like
0: this pinky toe, Maybe. <laughs> Baby's little toe. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're oh never, gosh. Don't even go in oh public gosh. with that, let alone the doctor.
2: <laughs> we're really never going to finish this episode. I don't know. <laughs> we probably not even
0: halfway through. I don't Should even I know. look up a picture of the toe? Oh, oh my gosh.
2: You do whatever. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Heather offers, like, oh, just use my insurance. And Hector's like, well, I can't. We're not related. And without any hesitation, Heather's like, right, so let's just get married. I mean, toe aside, it just seems easier all around. So, what do you think?
1: It's like the most Heather proposal. It's like the mm-hmm. most Heather thing ever. It's like, oh yeah, sure, why not? I mean, How as you? as a, you know, casual as agreeing to be someone's surrogate mother. You know, it's just like, oh
3: yeah, sure, mm-hmm. why not? Seems easy. Yeah. Have you all seen Parks and Rec? Of yes. Course. Yeah. This feels like the they're trying to do an April Andy situation where they just get married randomly out of the blue and it, it kind of doesn't feel it doesn't like hit, hit as hard for me oh I think.
1: yeah, I yeah agree. No, it's, it's definitely not like a it's, it's very very random because I mean they've been, they haven't been dating for that long in the grand scheme of things um, so yeah it's definitely not like a oh yes Heather and Hector finally got together type thing it's just kind of oh. but it does also it feels very Heather and Hector to me so I, I think it fits, but it, yeah, doesn't hold a lot of impact for me. In fact, I forget most of the time that it actually happened. Uh, Adam, you're muted.
0: My problem though, Todd, is that I agree that it feels very Heather, but I don't know if it feels very Hector. And even like later in the episode, I were like led to believe that it doesn't feel very Hector. And so like, that's my struggle with it, because I feel like in Parks and Rec, it works very well because it fits both characters and we're led to believe that it fits both characters really well, but like they kind of backtrack on it. Like the very episode that it happens
1: here. And so like, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I'm struggling a little bit. I, I feel like. Uh, like Hector, Hector went into it with a different mindset than Heather did. I feel is what, what more of what happens than that they were backtracking. Heather went into it. Thinking, okay, we'll do this just to get the insurance, but then we're going to do it up big later. uh More than. he changed his mind about what he wanted and also to be fair we don't we still don't have like a great sense of Hector's personality you know I mean he's become a bigger character slightly but he doesn't have a whole lot of well defined traits
2: my question is now that he's
1: not with his mom anymore all the time
2: do we know what Heather does or Hector does for work like do we know if he has a job and what it is if so
1: is he a pro-surfer? He's a pro-surfer. I feel like that's it because he's like the surfer and they like have gone on surfing tours and like that. That's the only thing that I've ever heard them talk about him doing. So the fact that he actually has like gone to surfing competitions and gone like on huh. like everything, that's the only because wow. he hurt his toe during surfing as well, you know. But like surfing is like the only activity I ever hear them talk about him doing outside of living with his mom. So that I mean, is well they the did podcast. have the
2: podcast with the sponsors yeah, the po- they they had a sponsored yeah. podcast i mean that was pulling in some <laughs> revenue yeah. yeah but the highly yeah,
1: lucrative heck- business of podcasting
2: yeah yeah
3: for sure maybe <laughs> they have a maybe they have a patreon
2: <laughs> well they they, ha- they they had a bunch of they had a local, subscribers local and a sponsor so i think they were making some money off of it we don't know how much though
4: okay
0: i have a better look at the toe (laughs) i'm
2: just like i'm just like trying to recap the episode and what is
0: what i am now definitively saying there is no shot i'm going to the emergency room for this
2: okay nobody listen to adam
1: (laughs) there's no shot that's just Lenny's blanket statement, <laughs> I think. It's just nobody listened to Adam. There's yeah. no just, shot. You're going to
0: get charged like a thousand plus dollars just for them to put like a couple whatever band-aids on it and tell you to ice it and elevate it and go home. Maybe you get a crutch or... Because they're not going to put a boot on this. Like, you're not... Like, you're the rest of your foot is fine. Like, you're not going to get any sort of medical equipment here. I would not... I would not go to the hospital with this.
2: I've already said my opinion, so... I. <laughs> i disagree i mean i'm you know his doctor said to go to the hospital
0: of course the doctor's gonna say to go to the hospital how do doctors make money unless people go to the hospital but the doctor said to go to the emergency room he wouldn't get the money listen everyone gets the
3: money okay the money it's it's all should we send a picture to our doctor friends Oh. oh yeah
1: our medical correspondent, Alex. Oh,
0: that's a great idea, Todd. No, okay. no,
3: no, no, uh, Todd. Don't let he won't want his name on, on on attached to this advice. It'll be not not legally binding advice.
1: None of this uh, is legally binding. We no. didn't say his last name.
3: Okay, Eleni, you keep going. You know I'm what is section.
2: legally binding? Marriage.
0: <laughs> <Cut> <laughs> yes, there it is. Nailed Heather
2: it. and Hector at the courthouse. Woo. <laughs> Woo. They have gotten married, and, uh, you know, Hector's like, that's it? It's over? And the officiant is like, we're just beginning. (laughs) I love that. Um, And and she says, good luck with your toe. Um, And then, you know, Heather and Hector laugh, and Hector says, you're so beautiful. And Heather says, I'm so happy. I love you so much. And they're both crying, and they kiss. and, And it's a really sweet moment. Mm -hmm. but that is just the first wedding of them that will see this episode. So uh, we'll get back to that. But then we see uh, the scene where Rebecca is still working at the pretzel place. Uh, She's really excited to be working with all the sugar. And I have to say like relatable. I love sugar too, Rebecca. I get it. Um, (laughs) And then Josh walks in and yeah, I think this is where it falls apart for me. It's like, no, this is too much. Like Josh walks in, she asks him how the dating's going, like, give me the update. <laughs> like the update, you get it?
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I know, I know, I know. Um <laughs> Josh tells her it's not going great and she offers to help him like she wants to start swiping and then she's like okay I'm gonna reject like I'm gonna swipe past anyone from University of Blank or Blank State and I just have to say hey how dare Rebecca come on Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) you can't just like do a blanket rejection of anyone who went to University of Blank or Blank State come on.
1: I went to two different universities and one was a blank state and the other one is a university of blank. Yeah. uh, Hurtful, Rebecca. Hurtful.
3: Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Also, for Josh Chan, why would he on earth be an elitist and where someone went to college?
1: I mean, this is a freaking Josh Chan. Remember the resume that she created for Josh? I mean, Hmm. this is like very, very Rebecca. It's very, very Rebecca to, again, Project her own, you know, wants and thoughts and everything ex- expectations onto somebody else. Not really putting herself in Josh Chan's cho- shoes here, and just going, "Well, if I was doing this, I would be an elitist snob." So of course, Josh should be. An
3: but snob she wouldn't well. be. She dated Josh Chan.
2: That was that's different. very
1: true. He
3: oh. he
2: made her feel like glitter was exploding inside of her. Uh,
1: but but Rebecca's. Vision of herself if she was to go out and look for someone to date, and uh, this is what she would have like told people this is what who, she would want. Who to do. has she dated?
3: What? Yeah, I feel What's like that, the, the guys that, that
2: she's dated during the show, like the taco festival guy, and like that guy she met up with at a bar one
0: time. Like, that, was that dating though? I feel like that was they were just like hooking up.
3: I mean, I don't know what what else they're trying to do on these apps it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like this is a serious relationship app that they're that they're on that's well
2: josh said fair. he's looking for a real relationship that's what he said um in their first conversation but yeah he does say like who cares where someone went to college like yeah that
1: you know <laughs> and is know. like once i loved you <laughs> amazing which just cracked me up even though her the the reason for it is horrible just like her line read there is just like i loved it so much like once i loved you amazing like yes it is amazing you loved him once rebecca remember that feeling remember that
2: (laughs) yeah and uh she finds someone on the app for him her name is zoe she went to brown um you know i guess that's like good enough for rebecca (laughs)
1: Only because it's an art history program. Yeah, (laughs) She knows it's a good art history program.
2: Yeah, and so she feels good that, you know, she'll understand Josh, you know. And then she swipes on her and they've matched. And Josh wonders, like, am I smart enough for her? And Rebecca says, yes, like, you are perceptive and kind. And that's a very Hmm. valuable type of intelligence. Rebecca. Rebecca.
1: Because one thing we know about Josh Chan is super perceptive you know, like he perceived <laughs> immediately that there's this new Uber app that's going around and that it's really cool, you know, very perceptive about that. Uh, yeah.
2: This is, I think this is where it lost me for real. I, you are perceptive and kind and just said in yeah, a kind manner. It's just too much for me.
3: Are they trying to rewrite who Josh Shan is at this point? Like, this, this episode this is... was a
2: real turnaround from the past season and a half. It really was.
3: Yeah, was was like did they just reboot Josh Chan as a character because they're like, well, well, we've we've really he's gone so far out there. There's no way he could actually interact with Rebecca realistically. So we like reboot him. He'll, he's a completely different person now. Even though he's he's not, still completely, just, he's not completely
0: different <laughs> he did believe that uber was calling people to, about twice right. twice he believed so. it twice so
1: yeah he's not uh, that different <laughs> but he is like he is more introspective than he was before um so they did it's been like a soft reboot of Josh Chan maybe but honestly by this point in the show I mean they need after the, the I've never been a huge Josh Chan fan. Never been a big Chan fan, but a uh, what they've done to him over the course of the last season was like so awful. Mm-hmm. Like the everything with Josh in the last season, like horrible looks for him all across the board. I think we uh, all yeah. agreed that, like, episode of the episode, like, wow, that's just like horrible look for Josh. So they really to have Josh continue to be a character on the show, they had to do some sort. of... Of a, uh, a reboot on on his character, give him some like a bit of a growth arc, and I feel like last season was them like kind of setting Josh's own little bit of rock bottom in a way, which kind of culminated in the season uh, premiere of it all, where he that put him on the path to getting therapy. So I think they did they did do a little soft reboot on him, but the. Rebecca saying that he's perceptive and kind, I think is still Rebecca kind of seeing Josh through like the rose colored glasses that she always had for him, except at in the point where she was in her scorned mm. woman phase. But I think this is just like rebooting bet her back to what she always thought of him before. Uh, Cause she did think that he was perceptive and kind, you know, she did have those thoughts about him. So The fact that she's saying this, it does feel weird after everything we put her through. But I do think it's more that Rebecca has had this weird reboot of, oh, you know, all the negative things I had about Josh. That was just my own issues and nothing about that was him. It feels like to me like she's trying to see the good in him again. But at the same time, he is proven time and time again that he is not perceptive at all. Kind uh, at times, uh, except for that one time that he left at the altar and then didn't, a uh, talk to her about it for you know ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. This this whole interaction between them is weird.
0: I do have just a very quick update from the doctor about the toe. Uh, two main notes. Number one, according to the doctor. Lindy was absolutely correct. He said, at the very least, I'd go to an urgent care and get it cleaned and sutured. Um, I then protested slightly, and then he said he's charging me extra because I'm out of
1: network. So, uh,
4: <laughs>
1: that is that, the official that sounds update. About right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah, urgent care is definitely preferable to the ER uh, in terms of charges.
0: Do you think this counts for like CVS Minute Clinic? Love a Minute Clinic. I don't know. Never. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get back to him on that. All right. Uh, well, speaking of. Uh, <laughs> I don't it's know. I don't even know. I have no idea.
2: Adam I thinking I had no idea. Because, because I was correct. And um, the doctor agrees with me. you 100 percent. Should go get that checked out. But um, we go to another meeting with the client, Wendy, except Rebecca's not here this time um nathaniel still won't talk like you can to the client like that's that's a step too far but that's where he's at right now being the sad baby um and tim just totally ruins it and just offers the information that oh rebecca's working at the pretzel shop downstairs and paula really yeah paula really tries to play this off she's like oh she doesn't work there she's just having fun until she comes back full time it's like a tiny gap year um and that's when Maya jumps in and just totally overshares like she has done in the past and you know she's talking about like I did one of those so did Malia Obama um she's like I learned a lot about myself like I was helping my aunt raise her five kids and now my tubes are tied. <laughs> it's just like Maya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, mm-hmm. that was a lot of information uh, to talk about in a meeting at work with a client. But okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the client is the thing that really puts it over the top because Maya sharing this just to me with her coworkers feels like, you know, like that's very white feathered associates. But with the client being there, maybe, maybe, maybe rain it back just slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But
2: no, no one at this firm is going to be doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not even remotely.
2: Um, but Wendy, like, wants Rebecca to come back to, because, you know, obviously she's been doing a great job for her. Um, so we go back to the pretzel shop where Rebecca is showing off these new pretzel flavors that she has tried to make, um, and they are chocolate, peanut butter, vanilla, lavender, and honey bacon. And obviously, this is a perfect time for Adam's Kitchen mm-hmm. Corner.
0: I mean, good God, all three of these sound and looked ridiculously good.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. First and
0: foremost, soft pretzels. Mwah. They are chef's kiss I love them so much There's nothing better And they're just so rare Unless you are specifically at a mall food court uh, Like you don't see soft pretzels around there They're not the easiest things to make uh, Like pretzel bites can be like pretty easy to make If you're like doing some kind of tailgate or whatever But like a good soft pretzel And especially the, the flavors that Rebecca is talking about that uh, oh vanil- The vanilla lavender one Whew. i was like i i would i would love it it sounds so good um soft pretzels are an elite snack like truly mount rushmore of all snacks
3: slash appetizers that you could have it's so good i don't know if i'm that high on soft pretzels but those the ones that they were saying like I know you're all in on the vanilla lavender, but the chocolate peanut butter. They all sound um, so
0: good, don't they? Like, all of them are just like, oof.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the chocolate peanut butter is definitely would be my go-to, 100%. Mm. And then honey bacon, and then I guess vanilla lavender. Vanilla
0: lavender is third for you? Oh, wow. Okay. Adam, uh, that sounds really good, I
1: would want to try that. I don't know if i've really had anything lavender before so
3: vanilla lavender oh. sounds like something that would smell really good uh i don't know Probably. about these all I'd i think try. would smell really good i don't uh, those are those are like good fragrances not necessarily like great taste but i like i would try all three of these sure 100 um i do think i would try them in the order Todd just listed like i would be like oh chocolate peanut butter that's amazing well let's try this this uh what, what was the honey bacon yeah Mm -hmm. okay Um, get your savory in there oh let's try this vanilla lavender. and i'd be open to any of them being my favorite but i think it would be chocolate peanut butter
0: yeah i I feel like chocolate peanut would probably be the favorite out of these right like people you know like that's the one that probably the most people would be like oh yeah i really want that one i don't know i love uh lavender things like uh lavender and drinks or cocktails like top tier really Mm -hmm. really good it
2: sounds amazing, but unfortunately, Jim says corporate is really strict about what we can sell. Like, you can't sell those here, but Rebecca has already been selling them. Um, but Jim is like, well, uh, like, we need to follow the rules. And Rebecca tells him, like, don't forget your mission. We're going to forge our own path. And Jim says, you got to get it together. Just follow the rules. You're worrying me. Which is fair. He's in a manager position, so he has to enforce those rules because, you know, if he's doing it wrong, corporate is going to, you know, be talking to him about it. So then we get this short scene um, of Josh reading a book. (laughs) That's really all that's happening. He's at home base at the bar trying to read this book and falling asleep. And the book is like talking to him. saying that zoe won't like him unless he learns about art um so he like apologizes to the book out loud and people look at him (laughs) but he still is really struggling to stay awake Mm
3: -hmm. but maybe hot take i like admire the effort at least he's like trying like (sighs) that's more effort than maybe he would have put in in season one He's like oh she has an interest i'll put some effort in. What a criminally low bar. That we are setting.
0: <laughs> it's just nothing for me. I, this is this is dumb. And Josh is like, I I don't know. I, I have mean, no new takes on Josh here. This if we weren't sort of taught, more...
2: if we didn't recap every single like scene, I wouldn't have mentioned that. But you know, we go over everything, so <laughs> yeah. there it is.
1: It's just such a random scene, like the the random voice of a random like snooty art critic voice that Josh is in his head. It's it's weird. It it amused me a little bit, but it also just like feels like, like so unnecessary in the grand scheme of things.
2: Yeah. And then we see uh, Paula talking to Rebecca asking about the letter. Like, can you come back to work now? Um, And then Wendy walks over with Bert. Um, He says he tried to keep her away by controlling her with his eyes, but it didn't work. Does that mean he can control certain things with his eyes?
1: He says he must have lost his power. So I think in his my apparently he used to be able to control things with his eyes, but he's now been robbed his power. Because he gave up his last name of Mountaintop. We discussed this already. Come oh, on. That makes sense, yeah.
0: First of, yeah. of all, if you had that power and he lost it, that would suck. Uh, because that's a very cool power.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and Wendy is just totally taken aback by seeing Rebecca work here. She's like, oh, the apron makes you look pretty poor. <laughs> like She pauses so that Rebecca thinks it's a yeah. compliment at first. Um, and Rebecca is saying like, oh, I'll be back in no time. Um, and then when they walk away, AJ asks like, when are you going to tell them you got the letter and you can practice law now?
0: Dun, dun, dun. Calling her out straight up. I like it. I like it from AJ.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, kind of predicted. I mean, like they really do like skip over the process of, of her getting, <laughs> her, uh, getting cleared by the bar to continue pack- practice. Uh, Is this a of- big process, Tom? Is this like
0: a big legal type thing that we should I, talk about I, I don't
3: i don't know i'm not gonna lie to you i've never been um arrested for attempted murder uh
1: uh you got away with it cool cool <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, I mean fair enough there, I suppose. Um my my one thought here is we like continue to see, you know, the client or Wendy wanting to get back with uh with Rebecca here and have her work on the case. I feel like this was a little bit of a missed opportunity for Paula to kind of come into her own here, uh, and like do some of the work that Rebecca pretty clearly laid out uh previously. Again, I know nothing about like lawyer anything or whatever although i did say this last week i do watch suits so you know uh, i know a little bit uh but but like is i feel like there's some stuff here that paula could have done to like advance in not only like her knowledge but also just like her career in general here by taking care of some of it uh and she just seemed to completely rely on getting rebecca back into the office and like getting rebecca to work on this case
3: yeah um so there's again real brain TV brain. I'm gonna just throw away real brain. we the she's working at a pretzel stand when she's uh, uh, supposed to be working as a lawyer. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I'm gonna go with TV brain, and I agree with you, Adam. Like it would have been cool to see um, Paula um, have that growth work. Also, is the thing all incompetent
1: too? Is that like is that what we're getting? Like he's a whiny baby. Yeah, he can't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that we're supposed to get that Nathaniel is incompetent. I think that we're getting that Nathaniel is petulant baby man right now and isn't even trying. I think if Nathaniel was trying, then a uh, thing because so I, I feel like we've seen examples of Nathaniel being competent in the past.
3: Have we? Uh, have we, or does he just not like? Is he just not outwardly as obvious about being incompetent? Because it seems like Rebecca is the only competent person based on this episode other than paula but paula's not a a lawyer yet i don't know i I want to
0: say we've seen him be competent before but i i have no examples (laughs) but Uh, also i firmly believe that everyone is kind of incompetent at their job and that is okay you just (laughs) have to like not make it super obvious that you don't know what you're doing
3: well i feel i feel i well yeah i mean i i think i think I think maybe that's the thing. He just like does isn't so outwardly in on the shenanigans, and so people are like, "Oh, he must be competent." But then you actually are like, he doesn't ever do anything competent. Every anything, anytime anyone needs anything competent, they have to go to Rebecca.
0: Hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen Nathaniel like do anything legal.
1: Uh, well, we had like him and Rebecca. You know, a, a the whole a. a Horny, angry tango thing was them like fighting it out in court. Um, He's also the uh, the time they went to the the resort to scope things out. He was like doing some research for legal stuff there. There's been a few things where you've seen him do some things. Granted, most of the time you see him just judging everyone else for being awful, but uh, I feel like there have been a, a few scenes where you have seen him be at least outwardly competent. I mean, because most of the most of the uh, people at Whitefeather are outwardly incompetent. So, yeah, granted, it could just be, like, you know, base-level competence, and he, he probably isn't as good as Rebecca is, but mm-hmm. I don't know I would call him incompetent. Uh,
0: well, the other problem, I think, here is that, like, and this is my other complaint with, like, Paula and not getting more involved, it seemed like Rebecca basically laid out the entire plan of, like, This is what we're going to do. This is how we will win it. And again, I'm not going to pretend like I understood what finding loopholes in a bylaw means. But, like, hypothetically, Paula does understand and, like, could do it. Or Nathaniel does understand and could do it and just, like, didn't. So uh, I don't really know what to make of that. I wish that she would have done it. Like, I get that we have to, like, have this whole, like, reliance on Rebecca because then it will sting more when she actually stays with the pretzel stand and, like, makes that choice. I get it. But it would have been cool to see Paula take a step forward here.
3: Yeah. It would have been cool if, like, Rebecca no showed and so Paula had to step up.
1: I feel like we're already, though, juggling Rebecca's plot, Josh's plot, Heather and Hector's plot. I think throwing a Paula growth arc in it as well may have been, like, overstepping the episode I'm uh, granted we could have gotten rid of the josh plot i was and gonna say can we been, just... like, much yeah. much happier there yes uh but they're i mean they have plans apparently to rehabilitate josh and this was like the their chance to uh start that plot line so i think in the grand scheme of what they're trying to do with the episode a uh i don't know the growth arc a uh I feel like it would have been a competing thing with rebecca's growth arc here i think like focusing more on rebecca's growth arc and not bringing paula in as like having her hero moment kind of under undercuts a little bit rebecca's a uh, own sort of growth here personally
2: mm-hmm. i agree there's only so much time in the episode um so i i get it um and yeah back to another big plot here is heather and hector they arrive home after getting married Um, and, uh, Hector references like, oh, the actual wedding and Heather's like, oh, we already had a wedding, but Hector wants like a real one with the people they love. And Heather says, oh, you're one of those. He's like (laughs) a person. (laughs) Um, yeah, obviously Hector wants this real wedding, um, but Heather really pushes back on that. Like, oh, like we don't need this big production. It's like a consumer trade show. Our love is better than waffle makers and ice cream makers and pasta machines. Oh, I'm really hungry. <laughs> um, and so Hector kind of um, walks back. And he's like, okay, well, maybe for our 10-year anniversary, we can renew our vows and do a small barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather's like, yeah, love
3: it.
1: You get it you get it Mm.
3: one of my cousins got married at town hall and then their reception was a family barbecue basically (laughs) uh that was that was my first thought yeah but i will say uh i think i'm on hector's side like i think if you want a wedding the other person maybe just be like okay I don't think it's really about
2: sides i think they just like never talked about it and so they didn't realize that they were like both wanted different yeah, things that's true yeah and so heather just assumed like oh this is what i think so like that makes sense but obviously yeah. in this conversation she wasn't taking into account what hector wanted
4: mm-hmm.
1: and baby wants a wedding
0: speaking of baby <laughs>
2: um speaking of baby i don't even know um aj read rebecca's letter and knows that she's allowed to practice law um and so she says don't tell anybody please like be my hero and but she doesn't know what she's gonna do um so you know she turns to the pretzels and says you know me better than anyone and asks them for advice that's when we get the second song of this episode which is called our twisted fate Uh, Todd, what did you think of this one?
1: I don't know. It's bizarre. It is such a bizarre song. Even for this show, which has some bizarre moments. Like, to suddenly be serenaded by pretzels doing their best Simon and Garfunkel is a very, very odd thing. And there's, there's tons of pretzel puns throughout. Some that I don't know if I even really realized the first few times I heard the song. Uh, and then I'm reading with watching with sometimes like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, need as in K N E A D, not just N E D, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's it's weird. Uh, uh, I did like at the very end because the part of the point of the song is like them, the pretzels, bemoaning the fact that they are being used as a symbol for her life and happiness, and it cuts to the truly butter <laughs> cancer going, Tell me about it. I like that. I thought that was a funny gag, but overall the song just leaves me perplexed more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree, Todd. Uh, What was this? What are are we doing here? Uh, Like, is this supposed to be like a big introspective song for Rebecca to like have a realization? Was this supposed to be funny? Was this supposed to be like, I don't know like I didn't know what they were trying to do but I know that it didn't work (laughs) whatever it was Uh, at least for me personally this was this did not this did not do much for me and I wish that it did because I think that like this actual story moment is pretty pivotal for Rebecca like this is a big moment for her and the decisions that she's making to be truly happy to like make this jump and this, this was not the song for it. <laughs> like, I feel like we deserved a lot better for where the story was than what we ended up getting.
3: Yeah, doing the, a pretz like having the pretzel sing is such a break in like the format of these songs normally, where it's like a person actually singing. And so if you're going to do that, it seems like it has to be bigger than like what it was, which was just kind of a weird bit of hair pretzel singing. Like it was kind of funny, but I think Adam's right. It, it, like this moment called for something more than just like a, oh, haha, pop pretzel singing. Um, and I don't know. I just don't really like the pretzel singing like that. Like when it's weird things. Like there's another episode coming up where there's a bunch of weird. Things <laughs> coming and sing. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of
1: either. Uh, probably my least favorite episode of the season. This is or better than that. Even. I will say this, is, this <laughs> uh-huh. is better than that.
3: Also, I don't. It will probably come up when we get to ratings. But I'm assuming the fact that the pretzel wasn't playing the guitar properly also oh. hurt it for you, Adam. <laughs> well, I,
0: I mean, <laughs> it did. But I don't know any pretzels that can play guitar. So I, I, you know, I can only ding them so much for that realism.
2: Um, I'll be honest, I think I'm probably the highest on this out of all of us. I, You know, it's not like, oh, like, this is amazing, incredible, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I, I was bothered by the lack of realism with singing pretzels. so it's like, yeah, sure, it's fun. Why not? Like, <laughs> I liked it. Okay. And after the song ends, Rebecca says, uh, the age-old question, pretzels or law." <laughs>
1: pretzels uh pretzels every time yeah how many times have you asked yourself that tom
3: No, i will say as as much as i uh sometimes have, don't like um uh being a lawyer lawyers all the hard work uh my brief foray into um consumer service of serving food was uh was much worse um, <laughs> I'd much rather be a lawyer than uh, be serving food, and that's that has nothing to do with uh, any sort of classism. That literally, my experiences serving for food were miserable. I just hated every moment of it. I, I
1: very fortunately I had avoided that uh, that sort of uh, job because I've only heard horror stories from anyone who's worked in the food service industry. So.
0: I'm shocked that you were, like have avoided all of that. I feel like everyone I know has worked in. Food somewhere. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: I my first job was at a chemical factory. Then I worked telemarketing, and then I've been uh, part time to full time library jobs uh, ever since then. So, wow.
2: Todd the librarian. There you go. He's not Todd the the you know fry cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I was like
2: I was like restaurateur is what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't happening.
4: I think not that either. Fun. <laughs>
2: yeah. um but then we go to valencia and beth are at heather and rebecca's place um <laughs> it's funny because like i i think valencia just has a key that heather gave her so they're just in there when heather got back um and she's like uh what's up and valencia says you got married and didn't want a wedding that's like getting married and not having a wedding <laughs> uh this is really yeah. important to Valencia. Um. Because Heather is like, our wedding's private. And Valencia says, no, body parts are private. Weddings are for everyone.
0: <laughs> I kind of love that take, though. <laughs> I feel like that's really funny. Uh, very Valencia. Love to see your back uh, in form here. Uh, and with Beth. Excited to see Beth again. We've been asking, where's Beth for, for so long here? And here she is.
2: I don't know that we've been asking that for so long, I think.
0: I have been personally asking it for at least two episodes, and so okay. we yep.
2: finally gotcha. get it. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I like this. Um, I wish they were in more of the episode. But anyway, so they have this scene where a Hector called them and asked them to plan something, but that was before Heather talked him out of it, Um, so that's how they know about all this. And Heather says, no, like, we decided to do our own thing, our own path. And like says, our path? Sounds like your path. I care about Hector and his happiness. I, I can't say it with a straight face. <laughs> <base. laughs>
1: <laughs> That's one of the best parts of the episode, right there. So good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this would be like if Adam was defending Josh Chan.
1: <laughs> yeah. i care about josh chan this i can't yeah no Adam i don't would when you really get through the to the word happiness he would break long before valencia did i think <laughs> uh
0: i do love valencia like being so open and honest about this though right like it's i feel like it's so fitting with with who she is is like what we've come to know is like she cares a genuinely about her friends but like she just doesn't really apply to that and she's also very looking out for herself so this is like you know she sees the opportunity and she's seizing it i love it good for valencia
2: it's classic valencia because she's like we need a beautiful couple for our website we keep doing wed- weddings for real uggos <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like we attract them
2: <laughs> but that's what beth says she's like she's right it's a nightmare <laughs> i love that <laughs> like i wasn't expecting that from beth
1: Yeah, same Beth to agree with the statement because I was expecting because I've seen Beth before like she's like trying to get Valencia to be a better person and not treat Josh so poorly and for her to go oh yeah I was like oh well okay Beth I see you I see you
2: and then Valencia takes it one step further she's like right like some people should legally not allowed to get be allowed to get married (laughs) and Beth is just like doesn't say anything but silently she's just like. It's a really good uh like expression acting.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So then we have to watch Josh on another date. And
1: <laughs> oh, we have to watch Josh on another
2: date. Well, I guess you don't have to, but we yeah, did.
1: Appropriate way to describe the scene, I think. Although there is a line in it that made me laugh quite a bit, but still.
2: Yeah, so he's talking about art, but it's like super clumsy. Um and I, I don't even know what he says, but she disagrees with him, and he is so thrown off by that.
1: I love, I love his response. He's like, "I was not expecting you to disagree with my statement, which I perceived as fact." Which <laughs> is just again Mm like a very for for josh a very cogent thought (laughs) but just like he was not i was not expecting him to come out with that but it's also just like it's a very good summation of what just happened i perceive this as fact and you disagree with it and i don't know what to do now so (laughs) it just cracked me up so much
2: yeah it was really funny um but yeah josh has tried so hard to you know be talking about the art in this intelligent way but she's like well i like the effort but uh, you know, after 8 p.m., I'm about, you know, shirtless DJs. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was shirtless in all of his pictures.
0: That shirtless surprises somebody. me not one shirtless. bit. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. But he yeah, runs so she,
2: hot. She misunderstood this. Like, she wanted to sleep with a hot DJ, and Josh wanted a relationship. And so there's there's a big miscommunication here. And apparently he's like, well, it's just, like, all my hobbies, like, that I've been doing since I was a kid, like, uh, require me to be shirtless.
1: Hmm. He runs hot. You sure do. Hmm.
2: And then somehow, a second day in a row, he gets the woman saying, sorry, my Uber's <laughs> calling. And he's like, yeah, I just heard about that.
0: <laughs> I, was, I think that's really funny. It's such, I think that's <laughs> such a good bit that uh, he falls for it both times and, like, two people recognize that he will fall for it both times. <laughs> That's really good.
3: Yeah, so... Well, I think I've put in the notes that is Josh just, like, on the wrong app. Like, maybe I'm wrong here. My understanding is there's certain apps where it's like we're here for one thing and then some apps you're here for another thing. Am I totally
0: out of bounds here i don't think you're totally out of bounds i will say josh putting up all shirtless pictures of himself and what i imagine to be not a very thorough or sophisticated bio would probably put off the vibe of hey i'm like looking to hook up like that's that's the plan here and so like i cannot fault her for like that being the read of it, because that tracks 100% with not only everything that she said, but also everything we know about Josh Chan, even if that wasn't Josh's intention. Uh, to your point about there being, uh, you know, different apps for different things, I think that's actually, I think it's very accurate. Uh, you know, potentially something we talk about on the the Adams Dating App episode of the podcast, but there are certain apps that will elicit different responses uh, depending on uh, depending on how you're presenting it.
3: Lindy, do you agree that certain different apps are for different things? Or do you think, oh, you can find anything on any app?
2: Uh I think you can find whatever you're looking for. You know, I met my boyfriend on Tinder, so
3: mm-hmm. yeah. The bragging. And no response. Okay.
4: What do you want from me? Were you
3: looking were you looking for a boyfriend? Yeah. Is that what you were on? Well, you were here's like... the
2: thing. Several of my friends met their boyfriends on tinder and so i was like okay i'll give that a try and it mm-hmm. worked
1: interesting yeah i've never done dating apps so i cannot speak to this in any way shape or form they're not they're not good they're, <laughs> they're, yeah they're not great <laughs> yeah. unless, uh, you're lindy unless, fans, you're unless
0: you're lindy well I, you know I, again this is probably a different podcast but like the 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 ratio of uh, the people on these dating apps are pretty overwhelmingly weighted uh, in not the direction that would favor me in particular,
3: and so yeah, it's not helping me right now either. I but I think it.
0: that it is in weighted very much in favor of someone like Lindy, and so someone I, amazing like, like me. Yes, that is exactly. Uh, <laughs>
2: Thanks
0: yeah no problem no problem i figured you could like use a little bit of a boost here today. <laughs> um but no you know i think tom even called this out in the notes I because i'm i use hinge uh, yeah, again we're like uh-huh. really getting into this but like i feel like hinge is much more conducive to like a relationship-esque type situation not like necessarily always looking for something like super long term or whatever but like I feel like that's more at least with the connotations than like a Tinder, which I certainly perceive and have, I'm not going to say too much, but like have solemn experience with that being more of like a casual type situation as opposed to like a more
3: relationship type situation. Yeah. So is Josh Chan on the wrong app or we're, we're just saying it's because he's got shirtless. Pictures. I think it's he's because he just has a much.
1: Okay, yes. I, yeah. 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 I think it's probably both uh, because Josh picking the wrong app for what he wants also feels very Josh. So
2: So anyway, you know what? It, it could have a variety of outcomes and you know, you just got to give it a shot. Everyone
0: just go for it. Get on Tinder says Lindy.
2: Uh, I truly like what? Give it, give it a try. Yeah. All right. If that's what you want, if that's what you want, you know,
3: anyway what do you mean by for that for, we're, we're going for the <laughs> Tinder sponsorship
0: i don't, I don't think is gonna sponsor what, what do you mean by that lindy what do you mean that, like that's what you
4: want
2: well if you're looking for you know whatever you're looking for in terms of like a relationship or whatever if if that's what you're looking for like and you haven't been successful yet i mean give give these apps a try or a different app that you haven't tried yet whatever just why not trying okay. to be encouraging
0: yeah. yeah okay
1: that's what threw him off the whole encouraging people thing yes <laughs> didn't really compute for adam right now so
3: mm-hmm. well we'll say hinge is really great if your number one priority in life is your relationship with jesus christ uh-huh.
4: <laughs> Wow, okay.
3: <laughs>
0: some very specific feedback there All
3: right.
0: well, that I don't know is indicative to everyone. On that um, note, uh, <laughs> that's, two that's plus- just
3: what I'm saying.
2: Okay two plus hours into this let's move on um (laughs) this is what i'm saying i don't know
0: if this is a good podcast we're just we're going on about these days oh my
2: gosh if it was a specific podcast about the dating then yes it would be josh is
0: on the dating apps how how is this not the time to talk about how there are apparently a ton of christian women trying to uh, hook up with tom
1: because Liddy wants us to be done before midnight that's why it's not the the time time. it's 11
3: i think we're we're right on track no we're not
1: it might be the time
0: though for tom Oh my gosh, have you considered? <laughs> okay, uh, speaking of uh, considering <laughs> changing your religion for a dating
4: app, didn't
2: even give me a chance, whatever. So, Paula is working, Rebecca shows her the letter, and Paula is so excited. Um, Nathaniel walks by and just like purposefully coughs at them, like, I don't know, just like. Mm-hmm. Annoy them. Um, and Paula asks Rebecca if she's happy, and Rebecca's like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, and we see her talking to Wendy, and you know, in a meeting, getting work done. And then Jim calls her, and she's like, "Oh, uh, it's my friend from the zoning commission." But Tim is there, and is like, "It says it's Jim." <laughs> Tim can be cool for one second. <laughs>
1: He's incapable. He's incapable of being cool. But I love I love Rebecca's response. I know more than one person named Jim, you racist. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That
2: definitely uh, got her out of the room there to be able to take the call. And Jim is saying, corporate is here and saw the violations. Like, we need you down here. Which I think is interesting. Like, how long has she been working there? Like, a few days? And he's like, we need you. Like, for what? <laughs> like, They already saw the violations. But anyway, it's a pretzel emergency, uh a, a pretz emergency.
1: emergency,
2: Pretz catastrophe. Right? I don't know. <laughs> um, so Rebecca goes down to the pretzel shop, and you know, the guy from corporate is there telling them about the violations, and Rebecca's like, well, you know, I can't wear a hairnet, not with this face shape. <laughs>
0: Sometimes just you have so to wear it. the hairnet, you know,
3: sometimes. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I mean, I love those pretzels, but I do not want hair in those pretzels.
2: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with that one. <laughs> um, you know, she she's talking like, you know, we're just trying to increase profit margins. It's all just like very like kind of like using her skills as like a lawyer to be like, well, this is why it's good. Um, But the guy is like, who are you? And AJ says, she's the rooftop killer. <laughs> Rebecca really can't catch a break. Um, And the guy tells him that uh, they're going to shut them down until Jim can get back to franchise standards. And Rebecca apologizes says so she'll, she'll cover the cost and everything. And Jim is like, don't bother. Like, I don't like being a boss. I want someone to tell me what to do. Then I get to complain to my friends and eat snacks that someone else paid for. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's relatable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tom, are there a lot of snacks that other people are paying for in the law office? Is that a common?
3: Oh my god! Oh, my, the paralegal today uh, brought in cupcakes. They were delicious. They oh. were so good. And like this, this paralegal, she's she's amazing. She brought in like cookies. She um, <laughs> she like uh, brought in uh, all sorts of like yeah.
0: Is she amazing just because she's bringing in baked goods, or?
3: I mean, she's she's also she's a pretty good paralegal, but like the 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 cupcake, like this was a, a really cup- good cupcake. A cup- this is a really good cupcake.
0: Okay. Any like specific flavor? like what was so amazing about the cupcake?
3: It was like a it was not red velvet, but it was kind of a reddish uh, type of cupcake with strawberry frosting. It was very good. Oh.
0: I can't remember the last time I've had a cupcake. I feel like they're not commonplace. Lindy is
3: glaring at us so she hard. She really <laughs> hates
0: when we get off track and talk about these things. I'm it's not glaring.
2: Really I'm confused. You were saying it's not red velvet, but it was red. And then Adam was like, <laughs> cupcakes aren't commonplace. Like, what are we even saying right When's now? When's the last time you had
0: a cupcake, Lindy? Did you, I mean, are, are cupcakes, like, prevalent? Yeah, you? I love cupcakes. I mean, Tom I love had cupcakes. one today. Yeah, well, Tom, yeah, but like Tom's a lucky <laughs> guy, and he has a really good job. You know what I mean? Um, I I literally cannot tell you the last time I had a cupcake. I do love. I mean, I've I've nothing against cupcakes whatsoever, but like I I feel like there's just not as like I don't know.
2: I love cupcakes.
0: Have you had one recently?
2: What's sure. the most recent
0: flavor of cupcake that you've had? Was it um, red?
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe like a cookies and cream kind of one. Oh, okay.
0: That sounds good. That oh,
2: sounds you know what cup. it was? It was a. Uh, it was like a chocolate peanut butter. Actually, it was the very oh my most god. Mm. One. Mm. I That's
0: mean, amazing. Now we're talking. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna cupcakes make cupcakes. Are, I'm gonna if make cupcakes. Cupcakes aren't
2: commonplace yeah. in your life. You gotta seek them out. You to, know, what what this mean, is I, in your control.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> want the, I don't you have the cupcake. I not You know what? you cannot above. control
2: in this life. You can control how many cupcakes you have, Adam.
0: That is true. Yeah, true. Okay. I'm going to make cupcakes this week. Yay. What flavor should I go with? Cookies and cream, peanut butter, and chocolate, or red?
2: <laughs> funfetti is the answer.
0: Oh, okay. I love a Funfetti flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Sky. Sky flavored, of course. Sky flavored. <laughs> sky flavored. Oh, my God. That's right. Tom was on last time we had these jelly beans. No, here. but
4: you <laughs> <don't> <laughs> still have <to. laughs>
2: okay Tom yeah Yeah, in the podcast was it the last one yeah Yeah. I was talking about something and I said it was sky flavored and they were like no that's what the jelly beans were and they both held up their bags within (laughs) one second didn't even have to move they were right there
3: how Uh, have you not finished them
2: because exactly. they're not good
3: they so good and it's such <laughs> yeah, a tragedy you got, that... got them like months ago yeah you never sent
2: any to me and i would have eaten the whole thing I... i'm
0: not, I lindy i am not exaggerating i have like come so close to sending this bag, to... well, I want your bag you know what i mean but... it has i mean it's been closed for months i have literally th- eaten th- they're probably not be seven of these like maybe eight of these total I, I really don't want the
2: open bag, but if you sent me a new one, I would eat it. I'm not going to buy
0: another bag of this flavor of jelly
4: beans.
0: <laughs> well, then. We're one for three on bags consumed that I have purchased. <laughs> uh, I don't even, did I even get them for Todd? No, Todd got them for himself, didn't he? I don't know.
4: Yeah.
2: Anyway, speaking of jelly beans. Speaking of jelly beans, um, Tom ate his. He's a lawyer, and Jim is going back to being a lawyer to eat free snacks such as jelly beans. Ooh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um then we see yet another rebecca and josh scene at home base um rebecca is like why would anyone eat hard pretzels
1: because they're good no like, yeah. no 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 yeah. no no oh, oh,
2: here's the thing soft pretzels and hard pretzels are both good
0: i'm out on hard pretzels all of More them for us then I don't know yeah. about all of them. Like, there, there have been a couple reasons, like the Dots pretzels that have been very popular as of late. Those are okay. Uh, there's another one that's like called Butter Twist that's like okay.
4: But I think what feel are you like talking every, about?
0: I'm talking about hard pretzels. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I don't know. You said Dots and you said Butter Twist. Like, what are
1: those kinds is, like, of pretzels? Like, like, brands, I guess.
0: Yeah, you've never seen pretzel. like the the. I think they're like red bags at the top. They're dot- they're like easily the most popular kind of pretzel. If you ever go to a grocery, next time you go to a grocery store, look for dots are pretzels. They? Get dot hundred yeah, pretzel. percent. I
1: think there uh, are regionalisms even- involved in this as well. So uh...
0: all I know is I am also on dots pretzel TikTok. So uh- what? <laughs> <laughs> they're what very they're very that? prevalent I'm telling you right <laughs> now I, know. I was in the
1: chip aisle at the store today and I definitely did not see any dots pretzels I've never
0: heard of them I'll have to send a I mean if I send a picture like could you guys even recognize them it's I like, look, a, I
1: just googled
2: it I don't recognize these packages Yeah it's like the
0: red bag yeah the red bag yeah
2: No I've never seen that Okay is it well, a regional thing I
3: Pretzels? I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't live in any of your regions, so I can't. <laughs> I can't uh, speak to that.
3: I don't really think of the bag that the pretzels come in. I just sort of think of the pretzels themselves. Uh, <laughs> but they're but
0: like to my overall point here, I don't know. Dry pretzels don't like super do it for me. The uh, like whenever I'm eating Chex Mix, the pretzels are easily the worst part of the Chex Mix. Um, yeah, I'm just not a not a big pretzel guy. My mouth Love is me. always so dry afterwards. You gotta
1: uh, okay, you gold pretzels.
0: Eat mm. them
2: with something, Adam. You don't have to eat them plain. Yeah, you like
3: normally eat them with a the drink. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why your throat is so like, dry, you're Adam. At, you're at, not you're having a, a drink. <laughs> I drink plenty of water. Okay. <laughs> or
1: or so our doctor friend would remind you to drink water. So. I
0: drink a lot of water. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: I love water. I, Actually, don't, I don't love water. pretzels and about about water
1: go very well together.
3: I like. I would normally want like a soda or a beer with uh, pretzel.
0: I'm good with a beer if it's like a soft pretzel. Like we're doing pretzel, we're like doing soft pretzel and like beer cheese. Like that we is good stuff. Yeah, I wish we weren't though.
2: <laughs> you had I, your I, chance I'm... to talk about the soft one. <laughs> 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 we're past that now. <laughs>
0: Oh, um, I yeah. will say there are good soft pre- the or hard pretzels the the ones that are coated in like cheese Snyder's something they like they're all broken up and they're like kind of weird shapes. You know, I'm re- someone out there knows exactly what I, I'm talking I, about. I do
2: know what that one is. <laughs> I do know what that one is. But yeah, I like, like the geez, pretzel crisps. Like a... I've definitely oh. talked about this before on the podcast. Oh. I talked about the pretzel crisps.
0: Wendy, last year I would highly recommend this. Costco has a uh chocolate pretzel crisp that they do for like December Christmas time well it was it was really really good I would highly recommend because <laughs> it's like still crispy and then there's the chocolate oh yeah it's good stuff that's
1: not even a big chocolate guy so I'm not I- even a
0: big chocolate guy but like the chocolate and pretzel combination did a lot for me anyway <laughs>
2: um yeah uh the the date did not do a lot for josh um he says she just wanted josh chan for his body he speaks in third person i'm not just saying that Uh, he Mm -hmm. says that um and he's actually wearing a sweatshirt right now and he says the gun show is closed for business (laughs) he doesn't want to be a concept or an object and rebecca's like wow you are killing this therapy thing he really is i think all of this change that we see in the show is supposed to be attributed to him going to therapy like i don't think there's any other like catalyst for it um and josh uh explains to rebecca about the whole uber thing and she's like oh honey that makes no sense
3: yeah yeah he i think he gets it duh yeah he says duh and i was like yes (laughs) thank you what they should have had a little stinger with the music there duh they should Why? have oh no. my god no, i would have loved that
0: no 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 no
2: but i did love at least the word but yeah the music would have been great but he uh josh says i want to stop trying to be who someone else wants and try to be what i want to be and obviously this really resonates with rebecca so she's like yeah that's a really good point see you're smart um and obviously this is part of rebecca's journey in this episode this sentiment is really meaningful to her and so the next time we see her um paula comes over to her place and rebecca you know sits down with her and tells her i don't want to be a lawyer anymore i never wanted to it was never my dream it was my mother's dream and it's your dream which is great but it's just not what i want and so paula is obviously like really surprised by this she's like so you're never coming back to the office and rebecca says i don't think so no um And Paula asks, like, where does that leave you? Um, And then we see them in front of the pretzel store. And Rebecca says, it'll be my own thing. I want to call it Rebetzels. What do we think about Rebetzels? I like it. Oh, you do?
3: I enjoy it. I feel like if you're going to name it Rebetzels, though, you have to have Daryl in the episode to inspire that somehow. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh it's very, I will say it's very like PSR-esque, right? Of like we find two words that have some kind of similarity, and everyone's initial reaction is to combine them without even thinking about it at all. Like that <laughs> is just instantly everyone is going there. Um, but in terms of like a business name, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever
3: visiting Rebetsels.
2: I mean I think it's a play on like Wetzels pretzels.
3: Yeah, but uh, Adam Adam the chocolate oh. peanut butter pretzels. They you go to Rebetzel's. I mean I, I would yeah, I would go there if I knew the product, but if someone asked me was like, "Hey, do you want to go to Rebetzel's?" Uh yeah, this isn't really a place that's easy to go to. Like it's at like in the lobby of uh of an office building. It's not really like a hospital. it's like, people are going there, I'm assuming, for other jobs. There's a lot, there's a law office, there's probably other thing They're going to see, oh, a pretzel shop. This is the one, like, in my office building, there's one cafe. And so that's mm-hmm. where I go to lunch almost every day because it's the one cafe. Is the pretzel
0: shop too specific? Like we have to assume there's at least one other law office, probably some insurance companies in there, maybe there's a dentist, like the, you know, all the typical type of jobs that would go in that kind of office building and one pretzel shop. Is that too specific? How many times a week are you getting a pretzel? 5. Every day. You would like, get a pretzel every day, Lenny? Every day.
4: If
0: really? I'm
3: only, I'm
4: exaggerating.
0: Was, yeah. But
3: if it was the only if it was the only uh food Thing in my office building i would probably get a pretzel every day i would mix it up get each different flavor it would be like my breakfast you would call it a breakfast
2: if you get yeah. a cinnamon sugar one yeah yeah
3: Adam, i told yeah, you that makes no the, sense to me at all because i had <laughs> that can I, I have my one cafe i got mushroom tacos the other day yeah I that's... never get mushroom tacos otherwise
4: mm-hmm
0: yeah, I don't know. You sent me the menu. I don't know if that I would get mushroom tacos on that menu. There's other good stuff that I would have gone with, but... Okay, yeah. little little specific, I think, here, to have a pretzel shop for this one building. They need to have some drinks. Like, get some coffee in there. Oh, I, th- I
3: think I serve coffee, too. I'm sure they okay. serve
0: drinks,
2: but... Um... Yeah, Paula says, like, this feels like destiny in a way. And Rebecca says, I don't know. Like, I just believe in taking responsibility for your own happiness. And for me right now, that's my friends volunteering at the jail and this pretzel shop. Um, And she, like, apologizes to Paula. But Paula says, like, don't as long as you're happy. Um, And then Paula asks what what time it is. She says, Tim and I started sharing a watch. I don't know why I agreed to that. (laughs)
1: i don't either paula
2: neither do we like what (laughs) all right we are at the final scene of the episode um this is a big moment it's heather and hector's wedding with everyone they know um so well hector is i guess surprised by this which i found i found a little weird but he shows up to play basketball with father bra um, who turns around with a tux for him and hector starts crying but then i'm like like, did they have him take a shower first? Like, was he working out? Like... Did-
0: <laughs> it was before they played, then. He didn't, you know... Okay, did.
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, you know, Valencia and Beth are there. Rebecca and Paula get there. Heather walks in, and you hear the Moment is Me music in the background. Um, Her father walks her down the aisle. Um, I'm glad that they, you know, had her dad in there, who we've seen before. Yeah. Um, And she and Hector smile at each other, and you see that Josh and Hector's mom are there, obviously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Hector says to Heather, "Like I thought you didn't want this," and she says, "I don't, but you do, and that's what matters. I love you." He says, "Love you too." And then you know they're gonna get married, but they wanted uh, Rebecca to say a few words. Uh, Heather did. (laughs) For some reason, I'm. Seems random, but okay. <laughs> um, and Nathaniel is there and like rolls his eyes at this, and I'm I'm just wondering why is Nathaniel there? Like, does he, is he close with either one of them?
3: Yeah, not particularly. He's there during, to further the story. He's, he's there for during, the TV brain. Yeah, during the time jump, him and uh, Hector became pretty close. I think. Oh.
0: <laughs> did they <laughs> it's bad on all fronts i do not want that to be true
2: <laughs> anyway um yeah rebecca goes up there she starts you know giving a speech saying i love fairy tales this is from the greatest one of all time the bible <laughs> And father Bra is like oh
4: <laughs> i bet
0: that would not play well on california hinge let me tell you <laughs> i don't recommend that opening tom
3: uh-huh Noted,
0: um, and yeah, Rebecca
3: Heather and Father Bra. I, I forget what they're. Would you say they're friends? Well, what's the Heather, no fa- fa- or sorry, no, sorry, Rebecca Father Bra relationship? How would you describe that?
1: Not good, uh, they barely have interacted at all. Uh, there's like been very, very few. Like, most of the time, you see Father Bra interacting with people, it's been like Josh and his friends, Paula and her husband doing like ma- marriage counseling. But outside of uh, Rebecca's wedding, and then whenever they kind of ambushed her with a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the information about her past, those are like the big father brawl Rebecca interactions. I think.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you're asking how we classify it. It's it's ex fiance's weird priests. That's, <laughs> that's how go. I would call it.
2: Um, and Rebecca says, like, I made some changes because there's always room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> um again like not uh not the crowd maybe but she starts saying love is patient love is kind love is taking your boyfriend to the er for his pus e black toe <laughs> like, oh my gosh so gross um and then he so she said like love is supporting yeah uh love is supporting your girlfriend through her pregnancy with someone else's baby Love is finding your own path. When you travel that path and find the one you love, you should hold on tight. Um, And while she's saying all this, like, she's, like, in this beautiful golden lighting. She's, like, glowing. Um, And it's just like Josh Chan on the streets in episode one, season one, which, again, we called back to for different things in this episode and here it is again this like golden beautiful lighting and nathaniel looks at her and says oh my gosh i love her i've got to get her back then he's like dang it i talked
1: (laughs) i love sad handsome baby nathaniel this entire episode just all of his like his like pettiness just cracked me up and that like to have like that Oh, i love her to be... Oh, dang it! I broke I broke my sad, handsome baby sulking! Damn it! It's just a great button on it all.
3: Yeah. I know uh, this is gonna be controversial on this podcast, but I do like it. I, 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 I am like... I don't think the moment quite lands as hard as they probably want it to, but like... I buy that Nathaniel isn't is so in love with Rebecca that through everything he's still like in love with her and she's saying this she's talking about all this love and all the, the things you have to go through and he's like god she's like damn it <laughs> I love her um, so yeah I bought it I thought it was sweet
2: yeah I mean it, it was fine um, I guess yeah, it, it's not like oh my gosh, Nathaniel still loves Rebecca. Like obviously we knew that, Yeah. So
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> it wasn't shocking or anything. But I liked that they ended it on the humorous note of like, oh no, I talked like when he's been uh, purposefully doing the silent treatment all episode. Um, but that's our
0: episode. That's the episode, season four, episode three. We did it in a tight two and a half. Everybody, so short, so, so efficient. So yeah. We crushed it. Uh, There's still a couple (laughs) things that we have to do here today. We are not done. Uh, And first and foremost, of course, is going to be getting into Todd's Game Corner. Back in Todd's Game Corner Now uh, We're only three episodes into the season And I've been saying uh, the whole time here We have 18 episodes of season 4 Plenty of time uh, For lots of drama to unfold As we will see how this season goes But we do have A fairly familiar opening here uh, Of the fourth season Lindy has yet To snag a point And so our current score as it stands Right now is two to zero i believe um but again i will keep beating this drum 18 episodes this season plenty of time all kinds of time we saw what happened in season one uh big comeback we went to a tiebreaker so we'll see what happens here um but for the third time this episode todd um i would ask you what you have for us today but I do believe that we have some business to take care of before that does happen. We haven't had a guest on in a while, so I'm I'm a little rusty at this. I'm not going to lie.
3: Uh, Tom, you're here. I am here, yes. Uh, Lindy's not. <laughs> <laughs> Lindy's not
0: yet, but I am 100% sure that she will just be right back here. Uh, Tom, you have a very important decision to make here on the podcast today. Uh, because as always, when we have guests on... We have them select which team they would like to be on. Uh, and you've had quite an interesting run here coming on as a guest, even one of the times when I don't believe that we had you select a team because of how the how the game had gone that season. So you have an option here, both sides. Would you like to be on Team Adam or would you like to be on Team Lindy?
3: Yeah, so the first time, just to recap, I was on both of your teams and we faced off against Todd's quiz and we lost. Yeah. The second time I came on, I chose Team Lindy, and we lost. And I really, really need to win. So I'm choosing Adam.
0: Oh, Whoa. my goodness! <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting that. Uh, I fully expect you to come in here and pick Team Lindy. Um, Lindy, I will just say again right at the start here. Last season, we had a lot of guests come on near the front front stretch of the season. It did not go well for those guests. Uh, personally, I'm hoping that tide changes here as Tom is selected to be on Team Adam. But for the third time this season, Todd, you can now tell us what you have in store for us today.
1: All right, so one of the big plot points in this episode was Rebecca going to work at the pretzel stand and then corporate shutting it down because they didn't follow franchise rules. So we're going to be talking a little bit about a, uh, some some chain re- restaurant chains. So basically, this I'm going to name two different restaurant chains, and you're going to tell me which one of them was more profitable in 2021. Ooh. So this is just like yeah. out of these two which one was more profitable?
0: Profitable or more? Profitable.
1: And and basically millions of dollars earned, which one was more profitable?
3: Revenue minus expenses. Okay.
1: Okay. um, Are
3: these on a list and they're like right next to each other, the two chains? Like what's?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically there's, I I got a list of like the top 50 most profitable uh, fast food chains in the U.S., and they are all uh, close together. Okay all right. So a uh, uh, Lindy went first last week, so Adam will go first this week. There's you no know, no stealing just one point if you get it if not we move on to the next one for the next person. So uh, Adam and Tom, your first choice is Burger King versus Wendy's.
3: Ooh. Uh, here's my question for you adam which of those two did you have more in 2021
0: i tom i've not been to a burger king in well over a decade
3: i i but i they're all over
0: the place though no
3: yeah i don't go to burger king either so i think my answer is wendy's just like gut instinct wendy's yeah my gut instinct is wendy's here
0: I feel like we see so much more about Burger King, though, right? I don't. I don't know if that's true. I. I. I They've got the Whopper. I, People love the Whopper, chicken fries. Yeah,
3: but the Wendy's has the baconator fries.
0: Baconator fries. Ooh.
3: Um, I'm down for a snap
0: Wendy's call here. Mm-hmm. I think my guy would have said Burger King, but I I like your instincts, Tom. I'm willing to go... I'm willing to go with the guest here.
1: All uh, right, so... so you're Wendy's, going with Wendy's
0: final mm-hmm. answer.
1: All right, well, a uh, looks like uh, Tom is closer to getting the win than he was before because Wendy's is indeed the right answer. Love so, to see you,
0: Tom. Right. Good start.
1: All right, so, uh, Lindy... Your options are Domino's or Pizza Hut.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, I do want to say I, w- with the first one, I was thinking it was Wendy's. So I'm glad I was uh, correct on that. I do have a gut instinct on this one. Um, I'm worried it's wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I think both of these are like everywhere. Um, But maybe different regions go to different ones more. I don't know. But to be honest, I just think it's Domino's.
1: And we are all tied up. Because Domino's is indeed more profitable than Pizza Hut.
0: Domino's was my uh, fast food working experience. I was a manager at Domino's after my senior year of high school.
2: No Um, way.
1: Yeah, I was out there flipping pizzas with the best of them.
2: Wow. All
1: right. So we're tied right now a one-to-one. Uh, next up is uh, adam and tom is kfc or sonic
0: oh okay so i feel like this is big time regional stuff because i don't know if sonic is everywhere do you have sonic out where you are tom we
3: do that's definitely less common okay because i feel like there's a lot of sonic where i am in the midwest there's a lot of kfc the thing is kfc we our kfcs are usually combined with something it's usually like a kfc taco bell or kfc pizza hut okay um does that help kfc
0: or hurt kfc
3: i don't know i don't know how they would fact i don't know how they properly divide up uh sales because sometimes i like maybe i get a kfc but then i'm like throwing some biscuits
0: That would be your one thing to get from KFC? You're at a KFC Taco Bell and you're like, give me a quesadilla and some biscuits?
1: They have really good biscuits in KFC. (laughs) (laughs) Wait wait a
3: minute. (laughs) It was an example, Adam. It's not uh, necessarily 100% what I do.
0: I don't think that's a great example. Okay, to your uh, your question last round, which I think is actually important, I've had Sonic way more recently than KFC. I've not had KFC
3: also in like a decade. See, I think we, that's how we should answer the question. So I think we go Sonic.
0: Is that true for you as well, though?
3: Uh, I haven't had either in quite a while. I like I'm i like i use the biscuits example but to be honest i don't actually do a lot of kfc okay my my
0: my problem is that i don't know how prevalent sonic is outside of like the areas where i live but that would be my gut which was wrong last time what do you think
3: i say we go with it i like i like our method whichever one you had most recently
0: okay uh lindy will hate if that's how we win this because that's like such a classic adam way to win that okay uh sonic final answer
1: it is such a classic adam way to get a point because you did just get a point because uh, yes. and, and sonic is like very very regional like i know I like it, out, yeah. out north because i know whenever my my aunt and uncle lived in spokane washington mm-hmm. like like no, every time they would come to visit to Oklahoma, they would shoot immediately go to Sonic because they could not get Sonic anywhere up north. Uh, it may have spread more since then, but yeah, Sonic is definitely a very big regional thing. But uh, it is yeah. More back when I worked than, at
0: like yeah. a middle of nowhere uh, camp, uh, we would like go into town, and town was basically just like a laundromat, a McDonald's, and a Sonic. And so we'd get like a bunch of limeades and bring it back to the camp for the kids, uh, and it was great. Yeah, love sonic lineman
1: okay two to one lindy
0: this is a very important question here
1: yep so lindy your options are chipotle or subway Ooh.
2: Ooh, that's a tough one um i will say i, I would have gotten the previous question wrong i i, I would have picked kfc over sonic because i just feel like yeah the sonic just seemed too regional to me but i would have been wrong so here chipotle and subway that's a tough one because they're both very popular. <laughs> it's all riding on this. What a classic situation. I'm definitely going to get it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chipotle. Uh,
1: self-fulfilling prophecy, I'm afraid, Lindy. You did indeed get it wrong because Subway is the correct answer. So congratulations, Tom. <laughs> a- you won. You won. And you also largely won because you gave Adam the right answer. If you have been on Lindy's team, you probably would have won as well. But that's okay. No, I,
3: I would I would have guessed Chipotle too. Because I've uh, had way yeah. more Chipotle in 2021 than I did
1: uh, Subway. Yeah, I had But it would have been, like all, would have been now, all tied so. up uh, by this point. Because they both would have gotten just one each then. So hmm. we would have ended a tiebreaker. So you may, may have won, may have not have. Who knows? But Tom hmm. won and so did Adam. So congratulations, Tom. I'm sure yeah. Lindy's going to congratulate you on your... Lindy, How's it feel, I'm,
2: Tom? How's it feel to abandon me?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> it I really wasn't worth think, it. I, I, I really
3: did think that the, me joining Adam's team was actually going to make him lose. I didn't want to actually say that, but that was... Oh, wait, ad- oh, it, we, was it was all in part. Yeah. It, was yeah, we, it was obvious.
1: It was obvious. We've yeah, been yeah, there, yeah. yeah.
0: Lindy, are you, in the, are you already at the stage of like hopelessness and despair here?
4: I feel quite hopeless and
0: quite despairing, yeah.
2: Three episodes. It's tough, and I'll tell you, you've never felt this way, so you don't get it. But I felt this
0: way after the very first game when you beat
2: me like 18 to 0. That was one game, okay? That was the height of my power. I felt great. (laughs) It was like, okay, yeah, we talk about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, here's a Rachel Bloom quiz, and I was like, I got this. And then after that, it's all been downhill from there
0: well for uh, me for
2: me the quizzes have been great sorry Todd I'm not insulting the quizzes <laughs> I'm saying my performance has been terrible
0: <laughs> well like I said before 18 episodes this season we're so far away from having anything truly decided here this season uh that That's you great. know it's so lots of opportunity Tom congratulations on the win uh even if you were trying to sabotage my team I do appreciate you picking team Adam we'd love to have you uh and we would always love to have you back uh Team Adam is always welcoming to anyone who would like to join. Win or lose. Um, That's Todd's Game Corner. We've done it. We're at 3-0 at this point. Um, And we'll see how that goes throughout the rest of the season. We still have some pretzels to give and some truly happy points to give as well. We only had two songs this episode. The first of which is Don't Be a Lawyer. Tom, as a lawyer, what do you have here? five pretzels uh five from tom to
3: start it off love the love the song uh very funny it's especially funny if like uh you hear all the lawyer jokes and <laughs> at every family gathering uh and you just like sort of laughing and uh both times i or every time i've listened to it has been like just just hit the spot and made me laugh had fun was funny great song
0: okay full five from tom todd what about you
1: Yeah. I said, I like the song a lot. It's a, uh, it's not one of my favorites. I think I would give
0: it a 4.8. 4.8 is so uh, tremendously high here. Uh, Lindy, what about you? Don't be a lawyer.
2: Song is amazing. It's getting a full five.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I am coming in on this a little bit lower than all of you. Uh, I like the song. It had a good line, but like, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't like do a ton for me. Uh, I thought it was like pretty good and okay. I have this at a three four. Uh, I think it's good, I don't think it's great. Uh, one good line, unfortunately, does not save the song for me. Why
3: did I pick Team madam? <laughs> don't
0: uh, see because we get the dub, Tom. That's why. Uh, our twisted fate, the second song of the episode. Uh, Lindy, we'll start with you. Uh, singing pretzels, our twisted fate. What do you got?
2: I'm sure this will be the highest score, but you know what? I I didn't really have complaints. I thought I thought it was enjoyable, so I'm gonna give it a four.
0: Uh, four. Okay. Uh, Tom, what about you? Our twisted fate.
3: Well, similar to Lindy, I am going to give it an even number score, but mine is gonna be two.
0: <laughs> that very much tracks. I love the. Okay, yeah, similar to Lindy and similar to Tom. I guess I too will give this an even number score. Except mine is a one. So uh that Todd. Is actually not even. Uh, there's, That's there's an, an odd, number odd, number no, 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 it's even, it's even. Trust me. I know math. Uh, it means Todd. like a round <laughs>
2: number, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. Uh yeah. I said it's not one of my favorites, even remotely. It's really weird, but there are a couple of lines that were kind of uh kind of clever pun stuff. So I'm gonna give it a little bit higher than tall. I think I'm gonna go with like a two point.
0: Okay. Uh, Don't Be A Lawyer certainly will be in our top echelon of songs here uh, going forward. So uh, you should, you know, at least be happy to see that. Those of you that uh, really liked this song probably more than I did. Uh, Final thing to do here today, uh, give out a truly happy point. Todd, we'll start with you. Who made you truly happy this episode?
1: Well, obviously Heather is out of the running because of the whole baby thing. Yes. Um, I really, I really did enjoy He's not in the whole lot, but every time sad, sad handsome baby Nathaniel, the screen, it just cracked me up. But for my truly happy point, I've got to give it to Rebecca for finally a uh, realizing that the career she'd been shoved into was not going to make her truly happy. And finally trying to strike out on her own path. Like, yeah, the whole thing with her and Josh was a little weird, but ultimately just her making this decision, this like really positive step. Like we talk a lot about like ever, ever since she had been got a diagnosis, she's been going to therapy, but it's always like one step forward, five steps back. This feels like a really positive, big step forward. So that could actually start to move her towards actually being truly really happy. So Rebecca gets my truly really happy point this week.
0: Yep, Ty, you said it better than I ever could. I'm also giving mine to Rebecca. Uh, she's made me truly happy. I want her to be truly happy, and this is, we're getting closer to that point, and I really appreciate that. Uh, Lindy, what about you? Who made you truly happy this episode?
2: I feel like Rebecca is a great choice, and I'm kind of like, oh, should I pick her? Maybe, but I, I, <laughs> I think I'm actually just going to go with what I originally was thinking, and I am going to pick... Uh, Jim, because Don't Be a Lawyer is just so good. And I thought it was really funny where he was like, yeah, I'm going to go on my own path. I'm going to like manage this pretzel store. And then like, oh, it's too hard. Like, I'm going to go eat the free snacks and be a lawyer again. I thought that was funny. So
0: I'm giving it to Jim. Welcome to the board, Jim. I don't <laughs> I believe that we've <laughs> had funny. a Jim point. Nope. So far. Adding him to
1: the spreadsheet now.
0: <laughs> Nor do I think we will have one ever again. Hopefully. Uh. Okay. Tom. Last but not least, you made some threats earlier. <laughs> Who? Uh,
3: uh, yeah, Nathaniel truly wasn't happy. Nathaniel wasn't in it enough this time. I like I I um, I, I love him, but he just it didn't do enough. Uh, you made a really good argument for Rebecca. That like as you were talking, I was like uh, the thing is I really don't like uh, her. Sort of like no no university of this or uh when she was talking with josh mm. i think i'm going with jim too yeah i like I like, <laughs> I like don't be a lawyer so much it was it was the thing that made me the happiest
1: in this episode. adam jim hopefully never again will get a point five <laughs> seconds later here's jim's other point. going with jim jim getting two points
0: uh wow I don't even really know what to say. I guess Jim is now, what, tied for the lead this season in terms <laughs> yeah. of points? Uh, I don't predict that that will last very long, but that's okay. Um, okay, that's who made us truly happy. I think it's time that we we wrap this podcast up. I think we've been going on for long enough here about an episode of a show. Um, Tom, first and foremost, it was incredible having you here. Thanks so much for, for coming on.
3: Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, it was a ton of fun. Uh, you uh, can find me on Twitter thorfus seven three seven three. I don't have anything really to plug, but Discord D and D always fun.
0: Uh, absolutely. And so, Tom, you know, usually after these podcasts, we talk about you know what episode you want to come on next season, stuff like that. This is our final season of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and so the the question I will be asking to you here, two hours and fifty minutes into this podcast, what show should we do next? Do you have any pitches for us? Any recommendations? Any, so any I thoughts? Have,
3: I have pitched the show Magicians. The Magicians to you all. I think it's uh, fun and has uh, not a, too many episodes. Uh, but I really want to see Adam watch One Tree Hill, but it's probably too long. But those are my pitches.
0: Okay magicians and one tree hill if you had to pick one of them that you're like this is the one they should cover
3: i want to see adam's reactions to one tree hill
4: Okay.
0: (laughs) official recommendation of one tree hill uh okay yeah check out tom on twitter he's also streaming uh with rich sometimes there's a lot going on he's all over uh the D D space over on the psr discord so go check him out uh lindy what are you up to where can people find you at
2: yeah. So first of all, thank you, Tom, for being here. Really fun. Um, disappointed about the quiz, but it happens. It's all good. Um, maybe we can team up on a One Tree Hill quiz later. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at TVLindy and our podcast, Twitter, 1CXG Podcast. And you can also find me uh, coming up or probably recently released once this is out um me and todd are going to be on felipe felipe's brazilian dragon podcast talking about high school musical the musical the series season three is coming out now so we are going to be guests on that talking about it it's going to be super fun so check that out
0: amazing uh todd besides that uh wonderful podcast where uh, can we find you
1: you can find me on Twitter at librarian todd because todd librarian is too many characters. You can find me uh, once or twice a month over on Twitch.tv slash Philly doing a Will of Time based D and D game called Threads of the Pattern, which Tom is also a part of. You can come and see his character try to uh, turn every other character in the show against my character. Uh, it's lots of fun. Uh, you can also find me recently on a couple of Post Show Recaps podcast. I covered episode six of Pretty Little Liars Original Sin with Jess and Sarah, and I covered uh, episode five of The Sandman with Grace and Rich.
0: Amazing. Uh, that's incredible. I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter at PianoManAdam1. Uh, you can also find me podcasting about Final Fantasy 7 with Brooklyn Zed week after week, uh, as we continue our adventures there. I actually think that by the time that this releases, the first uh, Who A podcast will have dropped at this point, where myself, Kevin Mahadeo, and Melissa Bodor are going through Doctor Who, not episode by episode, but the episodes we think you should watch, uh, because there are a lot of Doctor Who episodes and you just don't need to watch them all. So uh, we'll watch them all for you and then tell you which ones to, to go back and do. But we love Doctor Who over there. That should be out at this point. I was also on uh, a recent episode of Only Murders in the Building with uh, G.J. LaBelle Klein and with Josh Wiggler. If you want to hear me yodel. Uh, Go check that out. (laughs) And then I was uh, also on Shit 90 Shows, Tommy talking about a very important episode of Dawson's Creek recently. Uh, And then upcoming, I believe, as this is being released, I will be talking with Jess and Sarah about Xenon. Uh, A movie that I have not seen yet and I'm very excited uh, to talk about them with and watch. So uh, you can check me out there as well. But of course, the most important place you can find me is right back here where it will just be the three of us next week talking through season four, episode four of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And until then,
4: bye. Bye.